and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.hr Dot .hr Yeah, that's my Honduras. Ah, Honduras. That must be Honduras and I've got you. <laughs> Ping. Straight off the bat. I'm afraid not. Uh, oh, give me, give me a clue then. Is H the first letter? No. Right, this is another one of your bullshit ones. No, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it actually turned out to be. Ah, well, cheers. Why don't you just pick an easier one for me? I thought um, I had. Okay, what's the first letter of the name? C. G- ah, Cantonese. Is that a country? Mm, it's not. <laughs> okay. It's not a country. I'm sorry for everyone who lives in Cantonese. No, I'm not. Mm. I'm sure you'll find people and you have a great time. Move past um, that. Should we, should we, should I tell you? Reveal it. It is. My new website It's extremely well put together by the good people of Croatia. Croatia. HR. Yeah. Of course, that makes so much sense. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, really pleased right. with it. I yeah. see. Uh, well, we are isolated this week. We are yeah, uh, in separate locations. We're on lockdown two in England. And we're yeah. using Squadcasts to record this. We are. It's our first, first time using it to record our own podcast. I'm called Klosh Jinghofer, and I see that Squadcast has randomly generated you a name, Diligent Resonator. I'm called Diligent Resonator, which I like. My previous name I did prefer, which was um, Philosophical Synth. Philosophical sense, very good. But diligent resonators are great. Diligent resonators, nice. Where do they come up with this stuff? I don't know, but I like it. Now, this week, we are going to talk about a Josh Klinghoffer era gig. We thought we need to talk a bit more about Josh. We haven't done it enough. We haven't delved Um, into his time in the band enough. We haven't. So we are going to delve deep. We're in fact going to do... It's a deep dive, a deep delve, and we're going to do it in a structured way, which is unlike anything else we've ever done before. We're going to do an early-era live Josh, a mid-era live Josh, and, uh, yes, you guessed it, a late-era live Josh. Yes. Now, I, I put out on, uh, on Reddit and Twitter asking... You I did. Put out, I didn't put out on there. I put out a message asking for suggestions. No, you don't want to start doing that. No, you don't. That's you a slippery slope. Putting out on the internet. That's a slippery uh, slope, my friend. Uh, I asked for suggestions for gigs... We've got some lovely replies. Um, a selection of was Jonathan Tarpley, Tea in the Park 2016. Um, Marbell Snow suggested some, uh, some really great audio performances, a list of audio performances that you can have a look at if you um, go onto my Twitter and have a look at that message. Some, some really great ideas, which I'm working through at the moment, some great gigs. Uh, Marky Mark suggested um, Cologne or Cologne 2011, the I'm With You gig. Mm. Kellen, Kellen Macker or Maker. Suggest, uh, says he likes he or she. Who knows? Zach Irons uh, on second guitar, those kind of gigs when they could play uh, bits and pieces. They did those a couple of times. Andreas Ariguyuif. Sorry about mm. that pronunciation, Andreas. Sounded perfect. Uh, yes, it did. Pink Pop 2016 or Little Palooza in Argentina 2014. Here's another one I'm going to struggle with. I'm sorry, Bartlow Miedge Mazinak. Um, for mashing your name up there, but that, mm. the suggestion was Rio 2019. On all the shows, Colm, Colm 2011. Not RHCP, RHCP April, Tea in the Park 2016, so another one for there. So that's, mm. I think that's a good, more mid-era one to look at later on. Can I, can I, sorry, can I just stop you there? Have uh, you got a moustache at the moment? 
Uh, well, I just haven't shaved. Our boiler is broken, so we've got no hot water. So it's easy. I didn't know whether you were doing Movember. No, it's easy just to run free, run wild okay. around the house. Carry on. Um, Lincoln Kemi, as we know, good old Lincoln, said the la- last year in New Zealand and Oz, that run, where, um, yes. where they were really good. Now, what we thought is we'll do bearing it kind of chronologically. Bearing that in mind, taking all that on board, we will do an early era, Josh. We're going to do the I'm With You live gig from Cologne in, uh, on August 30th, 2011. See, we um, do listen. We do. And then we have some lovely thoughts coming in about that gig from AC underscore Cloud, um, who, who didn't mention that gig, but is a new listener. So actually, welcome, AC underscore Cloud. Uh, Jack, Jack Johnson chipped in. He was there. RHCP Tom talking about songs he liked. Um, but Lolomy Jej Maziak um, came out on Twitter in a nice way uh, with some nice thoughts. And on Reddit, 0458146. Oh, <laughs> oh, also, I love it. I love yeah, it. Good name. Good name. Yeah. Well, it might be her. You, you just don't I, know. I love that number. Um, you know, yeah. Well, Kate, well, that's actually a name and a number. Um, right. Uh, gave, gave us some nice thoughts. So thank you, well, everyone, for being, responding. Fa- fancy someone being named after my favourite number. Crazy. What are the, what are the chances? Um, I just, like in Star Wars, if someone's called, like, C3PO is just called 3PO, um, mm. I just call 04581466 just. Oh four five eight. Of Works. course, and, I, uh, and uh, people in the know would know exactly who who you were referring to. Exactly, the listeners to this podcast. So, thank you, oh four five eight, for getting in touch. Thank you, all of you, for being part of the conversation. And uh, yeah, we're going to. We're, we're very gonna much looking forward to sinking our teeth into this particular show. This particular chessboard. Yes. Can, can you sink your teeth into a chessboard? You can. Uh, also, what it's made of. Uh, well, if it's I'd one of the Vanessa, sort of cheap, cheap cardboard, uh, you know, board game-ish ones. Bolsterwood. Yeah, you could, eat, you could eat a whole one of those, I reckon. Marble, not so much. A marshmallow, yes. Yes. Hardwood, probably not. Mahogany, no. Definitely not. And if you've got a mahogany chessboard, I think it's, you know, quite a nice piece. Probably just pop it as, on the side, look after it. And have Baron von Munchausen ejaculate onto it. Oh, Jesus. Well, if he must. Well, if you've got a mahogany chessboard with Baron von Munchausen's ejaculate on it, I imagine it'd be worth some money. I'd let it dry. Hmm. I think it'd be dry by now. Yeah, <laughs> and sell it on eBay. It is. Uh, now, uh, we've also had an ambassadorship application from Alex Skeins. Came in a couple of weeks ago. Um, he has been um, appointed the Australian Chief Secretary of GTPs, so that's a very specific role. I think we have another ambassador of GTPs uh, in Australia or another country. But please, please, please know that those roles aren't clashed. Aren't clashed? No, they're two separate roles. Two separate roles, but both equally as important as each other. It was lovely, lovely of Skainsy to get in touch, and he sent us some lovely pictures. Mate, Skainsy was in the outback listening to the show. I know. Incredible. Uh, on yeah. the Queensland border, in the outback, in the crazy heat, listening to uh, well, university speaking. Well, that's what he said. If you run out of water out there, you're in deep trouble. But at least you're going down with the, uh, the university speaking boys coming through. Exactly. As you rapidly dehydrate and, yes. desic- and your body desiccates. You've got please, us talking about mahogany chessboards. <laughs> covered in ejaculate. Yes. You go uh, down with a smile on your face, hopefully. Oh, if nothing else. 
Surely. But let's or, hope that it doesn't come to that. Let's hope that uh, Skeinsy's got plenty of water. Alex, Skeinsy Skeins, please stay well hydrated. As yes, that man dear. said to us outside, um, as that American said to us outside the Docklands Arena before the, before the, uh, um, before the show, before the show, what album was it, by the way, uh, yes. rehydrate to win the race. Indeed, I did not. I Man, not got I. terribly uh, uh, dehydrated and had to get dragged out and lost my shoe. We're back here again. We're back here again. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Always comes back to How you. Many the segues into the same the same anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get. <laughs> oh, he's going. Goes early. We'll get there any which way. Oh. Let me just check my. Um, let me just check my uh, little um, my little page of notes to make sure that I've covered everything off. Sure. Right, I think we have. I think that's all the admin done. All right, so we are in a position now where we can move full steam ahead. Full steam ahead directly into Red Hot Chili Peppers, Live at Clone, 2011, performing almost the entirety of I'm With You and performing yes. one song twice. And we will say, we're probably not going to talk about me and my friends or give it away. We've spoken about them plenty. Uh, but, but we, we only- will be talking about um, a random performance of Californication. Yeah, well, the guitar solo specifically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. I do, I do think it's important to, to just reference once again the fact that John, up until the very last minute, hadn't fully completed that solo. Well, he, hadn't, he didn't know what he was going to do. But then, oh, I saw a, a really good video of um, of a, a female guitarist playing a couple of uh, Chili's solos. Very, sure. very, very good quality. Can I just uh, ask you a very quick question? Do, do you refer to uh, men who play guitar, guitar as male guitarists? No, I don't. I'm a sexist pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I've been bloody outed by my oh, brother live mate. on the podcast. Unbelievable stuff. Hang on. Can, right, can, here we can, go. Can, can you just say nothing for a second? That gives me an easy edit point to get rid of that lovely stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, here we go then. We are going into Monarchy of Roses, live at Cologne. Baby boy, here we go. Several of my best friends wear the colours of the crown. And Mary wants to build it up. And Sherry wants to tear it all back down. Coming out there of Monarchy at Roses. Monarchy at Roses? Monarchy of Roses. At, um, I, I can certainly say I had that at full volume. What about you? I know you turned your headphones up. I did. I had it at a certain volume. It wasn't maximum. What? Uh, what? You know, I, I'm trying to take care of my, my, my ears. Screw the drums. I can't. I've already got tinnitus. No, no. And, and actually, I should say to people, take care of the drums. Now, yeah. we actually, before we go into talking about that performance of Monarchy of Roses, we were yes. virtually there, weren't we, at this performance? We were at Cineworld well, in Eastleigh. Well, we were in Eastleigh. We were in Cineworld in Eastleigh, we were. Um, myself, yourself, uh, the yes. two other members of the Lukewarm Chili Peppers, and, of course, Gordy. Yes. Gordy drove us over there. He did indeed, yes. That's now, right. I remember drinking beer in the car on the way over, 
Did we smuggle beer into the cinema? Yes, we did. Of course we did. Very wise, we wise, did. wise boys. We sat on the very back row, didn't we? We so sat on the very back row. There snog, was about snog. three other people in there. Kissed passionately. <laughs> no. Was that, my memory is it was a little bit more crowded than that. <laughs> no, there was hardly anyone in there. That's why we, were, we felt free to kiss. It was like a Tuesday night or something, and um, it was the live streaming of a brand new album. We thought there might be more people there than there was, but there wasn't. Mm. Well, there was exactly the, the, uh, the number of people that were there. There was exactly that number of people. But and it wasn't many. What were your thoughts, if you can remember, walking yes. away from the gig, having seen it first time? Because we didn't have the album at this point, presumably. This was the first time we'd heard these songs. I think we got the album afterwards. Um, yes. Uh, I can remember feeling great joy. Mm, sure. And a great deal of excitement. Really? Yes. <laughs> OK. I remember coming away from this, at the time, feeling slightly disappointed. And really? thinking that Josh's guitar had been far, far too quiet. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there is, there is even now a, a debate that uh, rages on as to whether his guitar is, in fact, even plugged in. Well, I can say it is a big debate. It's a mass debate. But I can lay it to rest right now. Go on. His, it's fine. He's, it, I think the whole thing's really well mixed. I don't know what I was, uh, what I mean, I was talking no, about. I, just, just listening to... Um, to, to um, the song we Factory have listened Faith. to. Yeah. Which we haven't, of um, course, listened to yet. He's, he's far too quiet. We can't there, talk yeah. about Factory of Faith yet. <laughs> no, fine. But um, we, will, we will, in fact, talk about Monarchy of Roses. Got no issue with, with it at this point. I think, uh, you know, just to take it back to a very basic level, I love Anthony's jacket. Oh, well, if you're going to take it to that level... Yeah. He looks like a man who's been dipped in paint when he's wearing that jacket. Yes, and it's it, wonderful. It's, it's a, a lovely, lovely jacket. jacket. Oh, jinx. Um, but it doesn't last long. But we can't talk no, about just, that yet. We can't talk about just that. Just one song. Just one song. I think we'd better... We better just say uh, we, we're doing this two song. We're watching two songs at a time, then speaking about them mm. separately, which is why we keep talking about Factory of Faith. <laughs> yeah, we might as well just be open and honest. Yeah, uh, let's let's. We're getting ourselves into all kinds of trouble. We are. Let's tell everyone how the sausage is made. The sausage. Yes. What sausage? Uh, it's a it's a metaphor for. Um, Hello oh, and welcome sorry. to an afternoon with Alan Partridge. <laughs> you can't just throw in sausage metaphors and expect me to. Uh, Mate, I'm going to be. I'm going to be throwing in metaphors all over the place on a slightly delayed. Right, well, yeah, at least now I know. Yeah, I but, thought you were. I thought you were, you'd made a sausage. No, I'll, I have made a sausage in the past, but I'll do it on this slightly delayed feed so that when you're confused, you'll say sausage. There'll be a, mm. quite a big pause, and I'll say yes, and then you say sausage. Sausage. Yes. Fair enough. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened a minute ago. That whatever yeah. that was. I, I mean, I, I, I've lost it. Can we get back to the music? Of course we can. And we'll abandon the sausage-making metaphor. Mm, Monarch- oh, we have to. Well, now, no, now I understand it. I mean, it's fine. I'll tell you who is sounding absolutely on top of his game here. Yes. And, and uh, we get a lot of flack from people because we are not we? always... Well, we get some flack. <laughs> 
<laughs> Presumably, we get some flack from people because we're not always entirely positive about uh, <laughs> about Anthony Kiedis about the swan. Oh my word! And his he sounds tremendous. And his um, deliveries. Um, and sometimes we we question his memory. We will continue to question his memory, I think, throughout this one. Um, yes, but, but the deliveries here are phenomenal, and I'm back there with that word. Phenomenal. <laughs> 2011 the swans still had it in abundance I mean, how, in all departments how good does he sound on this song he sounds as good as I've ever heard him R- sound quickly rate it out of 10 10 great I'm going to say 10 as well and I don't like it when people and I've said this before you can't go above 10 because it makes a mockery of the whole thing so if you say well, oh he sounds like can, 11 you can go on, but you have to you have to lay out beforehand that you're measuring it out of a higher number than 10 well no, because I, I, some people, if I say mark it out of 10, they'll say, ah, it's 12, it's that good. Well, that's rubbish in that yeah, case. Why is not, not, but those pe- it, no, those people would immediately be thrown out of the system. They would. I, I do throw them out of the system. Why not say a million? Yeah. Anyway. Well, out of a million. <laughs> yes. A million and one. We've got into, <laughs> we've got into one of my bugbears. Yeah. Um, oh, we should say that we're watching the non-Nothner version of uh, Live at Cologne. Yes, non nothing. You will find there's somebody in the audience that makes this noise quite a lot all the way through this thing. Like, no, I can't do it. A trill? Yeah, a trill, if you will. Yeah, a bit like that, yeah. It happens at 54 seconds. It's incredibly annoying. Yes, well, I, I didn't make that out. Did you watch all of the build-up? There was quite a long time before it started. Yeah, well, of course I did. I'm passionate about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What Red did you do? Huts. Red Huts. Well, I, I, I watched it all. What I love about the build-up as well is that um, <laughs> at 1.55 on the non-Nothna recording... Is... Yeah, this is Nothna, Nothna free. I, I, can't, um, I can't digest Nothna, so therefore I, I have to watch the non-Nothna version. Ah, Exactly. It's the, we're talking in French. It's no nothner. Yeah. <laughs> um, at fi- one fifty-five, they spot Chad, and that roar goes up. That lovely roar mm. when you're at a gig, when you're really, really excited to see someone, and you spot that movement on stage that tells you it's going it's to start. There they are. It's yes, so yes. so good. I miss I miss live music so much. I miss Oops. that feeling. Well, one day it will return. Well, God, you know, I would say God willing, but I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist, <laughs> it's got, it's got I'm an atheist or an agnostic. I'm one of those two. Um, Ooh, what I would say is it's quite, it's quite nice um, to see a, a, a gig, or in this case a Chili's gig, where they come on and start playing straight away. That was nice, yeah. Well, who do you watch that doesn't do that then? Well, you know, but like sometimes they'll do like a jam or, or whatever, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. just get some, on with it. Just some kind of build up. But here, because they know that they they've laid it out, they're playing the 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 album from front from front to back. It also it was it was broadcast live as well, so they were dealing with you know with those parameters as well. So they came on, they got stuck in. It's great. Well, I've got no, a pra- there's no. I've got a parameter here for you. Go on. Apparently, what we saw wasn't live. Uh, apparently, it was a delayed Oops. broadcast, and it was yes. broadcast at 8 p.m. in all time zones. So if you were in Germany, oh, okay. you would have seen it at 8 p.m. So, we, yeah, we, so saw we saw it an hour behind us. Yeah. yeah. But I do remember... But that's fine. I do remember that it felt like they were running late, because it didn't start. Because I'm sure there was behind-the-scenes footage. Um, and I seem to remember, like, black and white stuff, and seeing them hustling towards the stage. And then that card came up. 
Oh, I, can't, I can't really remember. I can't re- no, but I do know that obviously they were dealing with live yeah. broadcasting parameters, and that meant that they had to fulfil certain and hit certain timestamps. Contractual obligations. So, well, they were con- contractually obliged to um, to do exactly what they did. Mm. <laughs> and I think that's a testament to the band. Well, they did. They had to play one song twice. And, and not they play did, another yeah, song at all. Well, that... It, it, we'll get to this later, I'm sure. Of course. Um, so let's not talk about that now. No. No, of course not. When it, I'll tell you what sounds great as well. Um, when it, oh, the, the filter effect on the Swans' voice is good, isn't it, for the intro mm. and for the verses? Mm. A really prominent filter effect. It sounds great. Yeah, and when it drops out, he, it's, it's nice because it, it gives you that contrast. Well, it kicks into the first Very chorus good. so well because Josh is right there yeah. on the backing vocals. It's a real yeah. lift. It's a great representation yeah. of this song. I, and I, I really, really like this song. I like this song a lot more now than I, than I ever have. I like it. Three minutes forty is the first time you see Moro or Mauro Rufosco, the percussionist, mm. and they're pounding away on his very high drums. <laughs> yes. They're <laughs> almost as tall as he is. They put him in the Blair Witch Project pose as well, so he has to yeah. face away from everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you can play, but you cannot. You can't show your face. Talking about facing in strange directions, Josh has a a side mic during during this gig. Uh, Yes, where he's facing Chad, which is a I don't know why I do not know why he's got that. No, uh, interestingly, on on the Josh front, he's he is swooping around like a a man possessed. Hmm. There's a lot of energy actually from him and from Flea here. At one point, Flea just lets out a, a sort of primal roar. Well, the great thing is they're enjoying playing new music that they're currently in love with, and yes. uh, it's, as a band, they always want to be playing. Or you always want to be playing the new stuff that you really enjoy at that time. As the audience, yeah. you probably want to hear um, hear the newer stuff. Oh, the older stuff. California Cation, exactly. The Cali Solo. <laughs> <laughs> now, on, on that Josh front, um, Barlow Miege Masniak uh, on Twitter made an interesting point. Josh has got Josh is really confident that day. Um, not in the background, and he was powerful, and he had short hair, so he didn't have that kind of mask. So you can really mm. see Josh coming through. And uh, I think he's great on this on this performance, vocally as well. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Oh. I mean, we came, we came to fully sort of see him and, and mature into a, a, you know, a very confident performer. But to come out like this, you know, right at the start of his, his tenure, if you will. Well, I will. It's is fantastic. I think the the bridge, just going back to Mister, which is how I'm going to refer to Mauro or Moro Rufosco, uh, MR now, uh, sure. on the bridge, we do not need that tambourine. Uh, it's badly played. It's out of time. What is going on? I think the percussion sounds great on this song, but know when to do it and know when not to do it. It does. It does, actually. At times, I think, you know, what's the point in that? In, in having a, a percussionist like that, especially in a band like the Chili's, who were so used to performing as a four-piece. I think for this... so used to being heard like that. But for this album, I think but, it does work, because there's quite a few songs where you are having other bits and pieces happen in the background, so it's quite a layered album. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I've, I, ultimately, I've, I, I accept it, mm. and I quite like it. But it is a bit of a shock. It's always a bit of a shock to me. They've done it in the past, haven't they, with backing vocal, backing singers. Spider, Rob Run. Yeah. A.K.A. Spider. Um, A.K.A. Rob Rule. 
Rira Phoenix's sister. sister. Yeah, Rain. No, yes, Rain. And um, Stan Vavrinka's daughter. Stan Vavrinka's daughter, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so you know they they do they they have done it, but it's always a bit of a shock to me. I I love one of the things I love about the Chili's, and I, and I'm always proud to show to anyone is here's four guys and this is the noise they can make yeah exactly that's what I like saying as well listen to this say it okay well here's four guys <laughs> and this is the noise they can make because it's so impressive how good did that feel no I felt great I, I remember the first time I showed um, Vanessa Venice Queen live at Slane and she yeah. said they are making one hell of a noise and I said but it's only those four guys and that's the noise they can make <laughs> exactly <laughs> she loved it yeah and that Oh, she would have done. Yeah, no, that's the end. But you know, obviously, we've got Mister on stage with them here, and that other chap, Chris uh, Warren. I think. Stand- yeah, yeah, Chris Warren on um, keyboards. He's more of a dancer man most of the time. <laughs> yeah, but what, one thing I have noticed is that everybody appears to be very hot. Yeah, well, you because at one point Chris Warren was wiping his brow. Flea's already got chest sweat. Hmm. Uh, Josh is sweating. Yeah. So they need to get, they need to ventilate this arena more. Well, I'll tell you who's the most ventilated man. Uh, it's Chad, and it's yeah. not ventilation. He's got a big fan behind him. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. and he's also got that wig on again. Yeah, he has, certainly has. Actually, it's the anti-ventilation. <laughs> he's not having stuff taken away from him. He's having stuff put on him. He's, well, it's, yes, it's, it's just it, he's having the, the, the warm air disturbed. Yes, exactly. He's not cooling it. He's having it quicker. Yeah. All he's doing essentially is making that room slightly hotter from the heat coming from the motor of that fan. So it's not exactly. actually cooling exactly. anything down. So Flea is actually hotter than anyone. Because of Chad. Because of the myth. Oh yeah, no, the myth is hotter than anyone. Oh, fan chat. I do love talking to, talking yeah. uh, talking about fans and the way they actually talking about up, big fans. Up. Yeah. Uh, but no, cool. it, it what are your thoughts on this song as an opener? I mean, I know we, we've spoken about I think, this before. I think but... as an album opener, as an album opener, it's great. But as a gig opener, if you weren't playing something all the way through, an album all the way through, I still think it's a great opener because it's got that kind mm. of atmospheric, noisy beginning, which is almost jam-like. And when it kicks yeah. into yes. the first chorus, yes. and it's quite loose, and when it kicks into the first chorus, everything's tight. Everything tightens up. It goes on to that disco kind of feel. Mm. I, I think it's a great song. And everybody then is, is jumping, aren't they? Well, yeah, and also it's got that big outro. Um, and on this version, you get the double-time percussion. Mr. plays the double-time percussion again, which is mm. album-specific, and it sounds great. It's, it's just a great way to start a gig. And actually, I think yeah. what we're going to talk about next is a great way to play the second song of a gig. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that's, that's very true. Are we going to just go straight into it, or are we going to uh, do uh, an introduction? Well, no, what we're going to do, you've clearly misunderstood the concept here. We're going to finish talking about this, and then we're going to pause. Right. And then right. in the edit, I will slip in a bit of factory of face. Oh, of course. Yes, yes uh, you did explain this. Yes, I did. You got it? Fine. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, I've got it, yeah. Shall we go and listen to factory of face, Sam? Oh, Ben, I'd love to. Shall we do it now? Love to. And then talk about it separately to the conversation we've just had. Exactly. We're not going to pause for about two seconds to create an edit point and then move straight on to it. <laughs> Tell your friends I got a factory of 
coming out of Factory of Faith live <laughs> live in Köln or Cologne they're both the same mm. 2011 same place. the top baby boy is off the rig is out the swan is in bullish form may I say my word He's he's incredible. He's that he's he's in that muscular form where he kind of has to walk around with his arms kind of out a bit to the side. Yeah, it, that's I, I know what that's like. Do you? I yes. I mean, do you? Well, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. You don't know. You can watch the swan do. Not for sure. Not for sure. No, but the swan does it, and he kind of is. He's, he's he's bullish. He is bullish. He's so big. He's, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. In fact, he's so uh, he, he's ready to go. But then he almost misses his. Uh, his, his, his first vocal cue yes because he's fiddling around with his paperwork uh, well I think what we're going to have to do here with the swan is we can uh, we're not going to have to moan about him being um, off key because he's genuinely no, and, well, and, we, and, and thus far we haven't got a moan about him forgetting any words no but, but, we, but what he is doing is reading them off the floor yeah and there's actually quite a lot of concentration from the swan during this gig I think there's quite a lot of concentration yes. from all of them yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's, they are having it, to focus a bit more. It's not songs they've played for the past kind of 10, 15 years. They're dealing with certain contractual stipulations. They have. One hour 30, please. And you have to play one song twice and not play one of the songs. One hour 30 and you can't get any words wrong. So that put the fear of God into the song. Well, it did. And, and he does throughout this get words wrong. But what we're going to do is we're going to have a moratorium on picking up those things because they were new songs. So we're going to give him a bit of a break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're going to have that long word that you said. A, a moratorium. But you will see yeah. throughout the gig, the swan isn't bouncing around as much as he usually does because he's, he's looking no. down. But actually, up. his performance is, is absolutely rock solid. So, you know, he's not moving around as much, but the energy's still there and the quality is coming out in spades. So I'll take it. Yeah, so would I. I mean, it is, it is, there is spades of quality in this, in this show. But at one point... It, it, just just going into the second verse, he checks the words. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, does he check them and then go, oh, God, yeah, like, that's what it is, yeah. Or, like, it, it, you know, he must know what it is. Well, I think what he, what he might have down there is just the first line prompts, maybe. Yeah. Because that's yeah, what yes, you used to have. I'm you used to have sure Big Red right. Bookie in the lukewarms, didn't you? I did, yes. And yeah. you used to just have first line prompts on there, didn't you? You didn't have all of the lyrics. First line prompts, just or first, first structure couple of, of words. the song overall. Because I know what it's like. You know, you do you do have mind blanks where you just can't remember what's coming next, and it's important to have that there in front of you. I wouldn't have. I had it there every. So I can't really take. You know, I can't really be too harsh on the swan because I had that book in front of me at every single performance we ever did. Yeah, and I wouldn't have so, a problem if the swan had a, had a. A prompt, a visual prompt, you know, a visually, uh, a visual prompt that you can see because he's trying to, he's, mm. is he trying to hide it? Maybe, but it means that he's looking down and not looking at the audience a lot. Um, Do you think he could, he could have like a dancer, like doing a dance to indicate what's coming next? So, that would be quite good. so the words would be like a, sh- like a shirad. The words would be <laughs> conveyed to him through the medium of dance. <laughs> Yeah, That's I a, think that would be quite like the cool. start of a James Bond film, just a silhouette of a yes. woman dancing naked in front of him. Well, it doesn't have to be a, the silhouette of a naked woman. It could just be, you know, 
A dancer. Uh, now, John tried that once. Um, he, he had a dancer to suggest the words to him, but he struggled to make out what the words were. Do you know why? Yeah, because it was a tiny dancer. <laughs> you got a brother. <laughs> yes, I've made up for the sausage, the sausage, the crosswise on the sausage metaphor. <laughs> now, what a metaphor it was. Here is the first of what we're going to see in spades as well. Flea shaking his hands to try to shake out cramp. That happens yes. all the way through this gig. And, and it's understandable because mm. what really comes across on this performance is just how bass heavy and bass driven this album is which you, I don't really pick up on when I listen to the album so much. But, no, but Flea's really no. prominent here, so you can pick out those bass parts. Certainly these first couple of songs are big, big bass guitar songs. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, this, this song in particular is extre- it's, it's a, a massively bass-driven song. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and, and get, you know, getting back to the song, what a song it is. It's a, it's a belter. Factory of Faith, yeah. I think Factory of Faith stands up against some of the best chili songs that that uh, were written you know before before this I, I really do rate it that highly i'd rate it incredibly highly too actually this whole album is you know if you stack it up against something like stadium Arc- if you said what would you rather listen to the entirety of mm. stadium arcadium or would you like to listen to listen to the entirety of i'm with you i think mm. a lot of the time i'd say i'll i'll stick on i'm with you because i don't think there's too many weak there's a couple of weak songs as we discussed on the on the previous episode but yeah. mostly it's it's just strong strong song after strong strong song it really is i i'd go further i'd say it's strong 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 song after strong 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 song well if i may mm. oh well i won't <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so what's good about this it's another example of um of mr playing the percussion because you get that um like nice double time percussion that comes in at parts and it's not like which which yeah that's right mr plays he does have you seen that he's got a a very badly beaten up source it looks like he's got yeah an upside down metal bucket on this or something yeah 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 and yeah buy a new saucepan surely yeah well he obviously likes the sound produced by that particular pan well maybe it's um like a uh, what the the, me- the metal drums where you hit them in certain yeah, parts like a, to produce different notes? What are those drums? Yes, called? Uh, they are called uh, pan drums. No, uh, timpanis. No, uh, no I call them. No. I call them us. big, me- big metal concave drums. Mm. Oh, it will come to us. We'll get it before the end of the recording. Uh, we we that is the universally speaking promise. And we won't look on Wikipedia. We will just think of it. Okay, fine. Uh, we'll forget. Now. No, no, I'm already thinking about it. The only thing about this song is the first couple of verses... Steel drums. Aren't they just called steel drums? Let's go with that. The first first couple of choruses don't take off as much as they should do or as much as the Monarchy of Roses ones did. Uh, Josh doesn't, like, get the backing vocals in so powerfully here, and that's what what helps them really lift. It's a bit of a funny one. Mm. It doesn't really take off for me until the third chorus. But, you know, that's just me, I suppose. Well, do you think that's that's because they're they're focused on doing the best job they can, but getting it right? Uh, yes, but here. So some of the performance value is lost. I think some of the exhibitionism, or the out there nature, or the you know giving it one hundred and ten percent, isn't necessarily there because they are concentrating harder on the music than they normally have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think it's so for the purist. That's great. 
Um, but for, for for those of us who, who who would like that aspect of going to see the chilies, you know, seeing that sort of raw energy, mm. it, it's not necessarily there as much as normal. But it's still there at times. I'm not sure. And it's I'm there sure we'll the, see more. I'm not sure it's there for the purist because I think the purist would like this to take off on the chorus. As I do. No, but the, like the like the musical, you know, the live music fan who likes to see songs performed as per to album. a very high degree. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I uh, unknown, unknown. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what I said. Man, so. I didn't really understand it. So, but <laughs> <laughs> just agree. Yes. Don't say unknown. Do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> In fact, I can agree more. <laughs> really? No, that was that was incisive. That's such a good point. Really yeah, good point. Like, really good point. And very po- good point. Well, having said that about the purist, on the bridge, <laughs> on the bridge, yeah. Josh doesn't seem Josh. Josh doesn't seem completely convinced <laughs> about the whoa, 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 whoa. Oh right, whoa, no. Right, Fle- he's not. He's not. He's not even doing it. <laughs> but, but that's his job. <laughs> oh, no, he's not even making a, a token effort. I think he's making a token effort because he's doing this kind of thing. Uh, and what I did there yeah. for the listeners was made a token effort. Well, you sort of pouted at I did. Repeatedly. That's what Josh does. He pouts at people repeatedly on that section of this song. I'll, I'll, I'll approach my mic now and do what Josh is doing and see if it makes any noise. Mm, it does make a noise and it's not a... <laughs> Please stop doing it. It's, I just kissed my mic. Yeah. Oh, you kissed the listeners. No, mm, oh, a kiss for the listeners. Lovely, lovely stuff there. A kiss for the listeners, pan to one side, which you will be. <laughs> of course. Now, the third chorus does take off. Josh is in, boom, we're off to the races. This brilliant song ends on a real high. It does. Yeah, okay, well, you, I think you, you've said it very... Uh, Eloquently. Succinctly. It's, uh, it is a brilliant song. It ends on a real high. And not only that, I love it. I, lo- I love the ordering here because you go from this to what is a very quiet song. Mm. But my, I'll tell you what, I was thoroughly looking forward to just carrying on ah, no. before we start. This next, the next song coming up is a great song. I'd say, say this about Flea as well. He's looking great. He looks very energetic and well-defined. Oh, man. He, he looks splendid. Mm. Yes. Uh, I like the end of this song. They go into kind of a bit more of a prolonged jam. And it's just, it gives Josh a chance to kind of really rock out whilst not doing anything yeah. difficult. You don't look convinced. Well, I'm convinced by it, but what I'm not convinced by is the volume of Josh's guitar. I mean, you said he's loud enough. He's not. Maybe he's not here, but I think generally overall for the gig he is. Yeah, he, but he looks, it, it, you know, like you say, he's giving it everything and he's, he's throwing his body into the performance. He's throwing shapes. He looks like he's playing air guitar. He looks like, like, no, he looks no, like he's no. just been good. He looks like he's playing real guitar. He, sound, well, he sounds like he's playing air guitar. Exactly. He looks like he's been given an unplugged guitar and someone said to him, do, like, do an impression of someone playing the end of Factory Do an, impress- Factory do of an impression of Josh Shante. Well, but, but I just wish he was louder. Yeah. You know, because you can, you can hear what he's playing and obviously you know what he's playing because it's on the record. I mean, so, but it's just not, it's not quite loud enough. It doesn't want to be massively louder than it is, but you know it would be nice for people yeah, for people to be able to hear it without having to squint. Mm. Or uh, do you squint your ears? 
Candy. I'm just going to retract what I said about him doing an impression of uh, John Frusciante. He's not. Well, because that will ang- no, that will anger not only um, Josh, who does listen, but other people, uh, but also yeah. other people who we don't want. to I'll anger. tell you what he did throughout his tenure with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He did. He did yes. not do a John Frusciante impression. He took a. He took. Well, this is a massive retraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he took what he was <laughs> given. He turned in a truly genius first album, coupled with yes. Yes. A, a load of other stuff that also came with that album, and then mm. did a really good second album. And as a live performer, he developed and developed and flourished into into genuinely a man who's who's so talented that I barely have words for it. Wow. I th- that should suffice. I hope so. Right, let's move on. <laughs> let's, let's move on to Brendan's death song. Here we go. Well, if I die before I get it done, will you decide? I'll take my words and turn them into signs that will survive. Because a long time ago, I to deprive Coming out of Brendan's death song there um, It's Goosebumps time here on University Speaking the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast That was That was I mean for the majority of the song that was genuinely genuinely brilliant what did you, what did you make yes. of that perform? I mean, we will talk about the 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 fuck up at the at the beginning, yeah, the very the beginning. first verse. But what do you make of that generally? Give me a give me your synopsis. A great song, performed fantastically well, in front of what is a very intimate venue and audience. Yes, brilliant showcase for all of them really because you've got quality moments from every member of the band particularly particular striking moments from the swan um at the end chad on the drums is an absolute beast on this Mm. song as we as we've said Mm. before found it's great it was it was brilliant yes there was the problem at the start um, but uh, you know that can happen if you're inexperienced. Well, and they're massive as a band; they're hugely inexperienced at this point. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's newish songs, and um, it's just a bit of confusion between, I think, pretty much the whole band there. Um, so yeah, the Swan looks visibly petrified when he's looking back at yeah. Chad. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> what happens is there's a little bit of musical confusion between Josh and Flea, and that then throws the swan off and what happens is chad does what or they do what you should do in that situation which is get to a chorus as quickly as possible so everyone knows where they are in the song because what you don't want to do is have to actually stop um because you look stupid when you do that yeah but no we'll, we'll let them off you know like i say new songs um so yeah it's a shame but um it, it doesn't ruin the experience for me at well, all. Well, the swan is coming in because this is a difficult song to sing because you're coming in on the high note and you're going down, then yeah. down in the register as the lines go on. Yes. Uh, rather than starting low and then going high. You've got to be pitch perfect as you're coming in on those first notes. And God bless him, he is. 
he is uh you know yeah, we can't say he, enough good things about the swan in this gig no no this is a this is fantastic work and uh it it it, well, we know that this this song sort of originated from some very early sessions with with mm. Josh. So it's one of the first songs that they came up with. But it's a great song. It, it, it it's it, it it is one of these these songs which is you know you think of Klinghoffer in and his his time in the band, and particularly this album. It was a single, obviously, so that brings it to the fore. But it's uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, a great song, well well done. I think uh, that that about sums it up for well, me. Would you maybe want to sit back and take your elbows off the desk? <laughs> Perfect. Sure. Um, but Josh has got some lovely uh, lovely backing vocals here. Have you turned your headphones up again? Well, no. Okay, I just got a little bit of, of me there. Um, verse sure. two: The Swan is back on track, and by God, he's focusing on those prompts now. He is. Uh, well, that would have shaken he him up. He is looking down at those those fold so back speakers. Absolutely, is yeah. He's lasered in on those on those prompts. There is a lovely shot of him from just just behind his, between his monitors, mm. going up and showing those chandeliers. Yeah. That's that's yeah, great yeah. stuff. What do you particularly like about that? The chandeliers or the rig, and the swan's rig? Well, the rig, but they are nice chandeliers. <laughs> Double. I mean, you're a huge chandelier lover. So I think every everyone's the winner. You know me and my my near obsession with that. Uh, well, I know you. I remember you were desperately shaken up in that episode of Only Fools and Horses when that chandelier falls down and smashes. No, I don't. I can't no, even. I you don't, don't even want to talk, talk about, about that. that. I know. Very difficult times for you when that came out in the early eighties. And certainly, yes. <laughs> I was a young. You man. Certainly were young. You were. You were. You were one. If that. Mm, oh man, what I wouldn't do to be under one. <laughs> Just to be measured in the months. <laughs> Yeah, oh. pooing freely. Great times, of course. Yeah, you, you, you've got. There are certain things you can't do at that age that I do enjoy doing now. But certain, um, certain, you know, things, certain you, things you can do that are no longer acceptable. So, you can still wearing a nappy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. If I'm if I poo on my, all over the um, bed, or I'm sick on myself, I get in trouble now. But in those days, it was, um, fine. It was just it was see it was good value. Oh, he's a baby. Give him yeah. a. Give He's measured in months. Well, we still, as we've discussed, we do love a good rusk, don't we? Oh, I love yeah. it. A beer and a rusk there. Yeah, I had one, I had one for lunch today. Oh, I, I wish I could believe that. I wish I could believe that. Why don't you believe it? Because I, 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 I think it's a lie. Because you, you, think... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've considered it and you, you think it's a, an it's untruth. A Chorus two really mm. showcases Flea. Um, and it's the dichotomy again. It's one thing playing against another. Flea is doing those high-flowing <laughs> bass lines. I know, oh, I'm not quite getting there. Flea releases right. into that high-flowing bass line. Josh is playing low strums on the guitar, and it's just a great mix. It's, uh, it's the opposite of what you'd normally hear or expect to hear where you'd think the guitar's going to be playing the higher notes and the bass is going to be playing the lower notes. It's... A lovely, 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 lovely bit. And here's another great release part on this version. After the break, when Josh has got that kind of high phasery sound, they hold back, they hold back, they hold back, they then release into that chorus again. It's such a it is a goosebumps chorus, me, and this performance is especially on that uh on the chorus where the lines are um let me live so when it's time to die even the reaper cries. 
let me die so when it's time mm. to live another sun will rise and josh and anthony uh, and, and uh, josh is just doubling the swan and they're so locked in they're so mm. tight together happens all across this gig it's wonderful wonderful yeah. wonderful stuff it is yeah it, it, it's it we're you know it's early days but um you can see that they're working exceptionally well together and i think that's what that's why it had to be josh they had the, you know they knew him they had faith in him and that was immediately transferred into the studio and the live performances yeah, it was seamless near seamless i say it was essentially thanks to josh and, and the chandeliers as well without those two chandeliers well of course would the band have carried on well the, they say that you know josh was crucial holding the band together throughout that time but you know, you cannot under understate the, the the important role played by those two lovely looking chandeliers. No, I completely agree, and especially moving onto the next tour and into the getaway. Where, if mm. if you do some background reading, I think it's in Dan Bogosian's book, Dan Bogosian, Dan Bogosian, um, Dan Bogosian. Yeah, I think he talks about the the, the, the <laughs> chandeliers had a role in some of the writing on the getaway. Yeah, they are given a writing credit on the getaway, and um, that—that's only right because I know that they—they—they wrote completely wrote at least three of those well, songs. A couple of my favourite songs, um, "The Getaway" and "Dark Necessities." The Chandeliers have writing credits. <laughs> yeah, and of course they wrote that song uh, "Chandelier" by Sia. Well, well, exactly. I mean, I've not heard that one, but that's to me that's too soft, re- too soft referential. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't just write it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think um, a chandelier should write a song called Chandelier. Anyway. Well, I think I'm just showing how down I am with the kids, if indeed Sia is fashionable, which I don't know really. And is there actually a Sia song called Chandelier? Yes, there is. Right, well, written by the Chandeliers. Should we move on to Ethiopia? Oh, yeah. Oh, we should just say that... um, at the start, oh, oh, we'll say it in a minute, will we? <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, uh, Flea starts to play the wrong song. Oh, he starts playing Annie's Got a Baby. He starts playing Annie Wants, Annie a, wants baby, a Baby, yeah. Let me just check if that's what it's called. Yeah. Yes, it is, yeah. It is. What's Annie's Got a Baby? That's a different song. Oh, that's there's an Aerosmith song. Annie's got, Annie, Anna, Annie Annie wants so a I've, baby. I've, um, I've pulled together two songs there. Aerosmith, Annie's Got a Gun. And the Red Hot Chili Pepper, Annie yes. Wants a Baby. And Annie Wants a Baby. Okay, so shall we move on to... Annie's Got a Baby, and then that's Annie followed by Annie is a Grandmother. <laughs> shall we, is she? Well, she's made up. Well, presumably, at some point. Uh, shall we move on to Ethiopia? <laughs> <laughs> Please, God, can we move on to Ethiopia? <laughs> <laughs>
coming out of Ethiopia there. Uh, maximum volume again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, again, this is so bass-driven. Huge, powerful bass lines. Oh, man. The, the bass is right out front. This performance is absolutely brilliant. Everyone, again, is right there. They're right on point. Um, well. What are you going to say? You say uh, that. The swan, some the, yeah, but Bless the swan, right? He, yes, the swan slips. He comes in a bit early. But it's a tough time signature, this song. And he, he immediately is. gets straight back on track. And for the rest of the song, the rest yeah, of the song yeah. is brilliant. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I have not got a major issue with, with the Swans performance here. But he just, he just, he should have just have more, more belief. Because he loses it just towards the end of the, the first verse. When he's actually doing really well. Uh, so, it, it, but, it, you know, it's, it's a, one of my favourites on the album. It's, it's a rare occasion where Josh plays something of a solo. And, mm. um, Oh man! Yeah, yeah. yeah it's more of a structured solo here than the noise solo. Yeah, chorus exactly. one. Mister comes in with some offbeat tambo, and it sounds really good. It's quite subtle, but it w- really works. Yeah. And then, as the um, as it goes into that first kind of mini oh, solo, Mister. he comes in with some really highly mixed bongos, and they sound great. Yeah, he's he. They sound great. They're a bit loud for me. Just yeah, but they because, back straight. You know. But they back straight back down. It, it really works there. Whoever was mixing that. No, no, the, yeah, they are they they are prominent on the album as well. It is a you know it is a it is a bongo. You're, you're a bongo, bongo player. So you should be loving this. Yeah, I know, I know. Yes, oh, I, absolutely. It, it for this song, it's, it's you, great. They I've sound got, really I've got good. a question for you. Okay, as a bongo player sure. slash percussionist, if yes. the Chili's got in touch with you and said Mister has refused to come back, he's broken yeah, his wrist. He's broken his wrister. Yeah. Would you come in, and it's 2012, mind. So you're you're doing How a world it? tour. Mister can't do it. Fine. Will you come in and do it? You will have to tour the world with yeah. us, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the four of us. Yes. What would you have said? I would have considered it probably for a month mm. or two, uh, and then got back to them and accepted. Sure, the just other. have them hanging on mid tour. That it needed to quicker. Can't rush into these. You can't rush into these decisions. It is a difficult decision, though. But surely you would have said yes. I would have. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Um, so nice bit of tambo, nice bit of Mister playing. Uh, the transition from the staccato verses into these big choruses. Tell me, boy. They mm. are so, the bass releases again. Flea is riding and flowing on that bass guitar, and the bass is so prominent. It's it's so good. The, the, it's such a good song. But live, to see it done like this live, they're playing it brilliantly. Yes. It really works well. Well, it, it, I, I couldn't agree more. And it is, it is the, the, posi- you know, the way the verses and the chorus works together. They are so different, and yet they slot in together so well. I think well. The, Swan is, the Swan's it's, a major part of that, because he really brings it up as well. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he, I imagine he, he just relaxes into the choruses. Because they're way, you know, more simple, but also something that you know he could do with his eyes closed. Whereas the verse work is is more concentrated and more difficult. But it's it's a great song. It really is, and not a song you hear much talk about. But whereas we at uh, University Speaking Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, we love it, don't we? We love it with all of our hearts. Did you see uh, 
um, that Chad spots Tom, our man Tom Pope at 20 minutes and two seconds? So no, he's drumming away. No, he doesn't throw it. He spots him, though. He does his classic stick point and smiles at Tom. Uh, you, just, yeah. Well, Tom was famously, he, Tom hasn't missed a gig uh, in, well, as far as since, I know. Yeah, well, since the first time he went. <laughs> But you know he's going to throw that stick out to Tom Pope shortly after that. He's, he's spotted him, and that stick will fly. It will fly straight into the hands into the arms of, of Tom Pope. Pope. And, and he will then send it to you? Well, no, he won't. No. He will, bless him, send a number of things to us. But not, yeah, lovely a, lovely, a lovely, lovely man. Guitar solo, yeah, it gets a great crowd reaction. As soon as Josh goes into that um, repeating yeah, exactly. trip line. It really goes again. It, it releases again. I love this at twenty twenty one. Twenty minutes twenty one seconds. Did you see the swans actions? He's holding a large cat. I'll do it on uh, Squadcast. He holds a large cat and he strokes <laughs> it really, really quickly. Oh, it's worth going. Well, what a large house cat or or a, a, a wild large house cat. cat, a small wild cat. But it is a med. It's a it's okay. a big. It's a large house cat. I would say it's like mm. um, Doctor No. Uh, not Doctor No, um, Blofeld in James Bond, where he's got mm. that white, he's got that yeah. white cat, or, or Doctor Doctor Evil. That uh, that's why I said Doctor No, Doctor Evil in Austin Powers. It's a larger cat, yes. but it is a very fast stroking action. Guitar solo, brilliant. Chorus three, huge dracking. I say dracking. It's backing, big drum rolls from Chad mm. all across it. Swan holds notes brilliantly. Oh, yeah. There is some there is some major role work from from uh, yeah, Chad and that a lovely yeah, a lovely kind of fade out, um, like a live fade out. And then of course, yeah, they, they go into. I mean, I may be moving forward here, but they go into what is a little bit of a of a jam style. Well, that's it? what I call the live fade out because it, it, it's as per the album, but that's really mm. difficult to do. But they do it brilliantly. It goes, it goes into they that last drum course well. from, from Josh. So, great stuff. Yeah, and that put me in mind of Dave Navarro. Just that, the, the, just those two Ooh, strums. We haven't talked about Dave M for a while, have we? But you're right. No. You're right. We should do another Dave gig. Haven't, haven't talked well, about Dave will. Navarro's bum for quite a long time, have we? No, that, 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 your time will... Well, not to me, anyway, but your, your, the, your opportunity to do that will come. Oh, hooray. Hooray. Yeah, so, but no, it's a great ending and so well executed. You know, and I like the shots of around the the venue as well because you can see just how tight it is. It's a very yeah, small the side, venue. Yeah, the side sections, are, the, the side galleries are, are really tight, tight in, aren't they? I thought that'd be a good place, oh, a good place mate, to be. Can you imagine being there? Yeah, just incredible. I mean, it, for some, you know, for some bands, this would be a, a large venue, but. For a band like this, it's it's I'd say tiny. For Luke Warm Chili Peppers, it would have been a good crowd. Fuck me! If we had played in front of this many people and they were watching this intently, I'd have been delighted. Exactly. Shall we move on to Annie Wants a Baby? Annie wants a doctor. No, Annie, what did you say? Annie's, Annie's got, got a gun. Gun. Annie wants a baby. You then claim she was a grandmother. <laughs> yeah, well, she is. She? <laughs> oh, Annie wants a baby, followed by Annie's got a baby. Right. Followed by Annie's a grandmother. Because her baby's Got it, okay. Right, we're moving on to it. Let's see. It's the natural order of things.
wants a baby at, at maximum volume again and i'm joined by a newly generated name for sam amicable subwoofer yes thank you that, i would say that's my third favorite of all your names so far it's harder to say amicable Ph- subwoofer no philosophical synth was was harder to say best. and then um diligent resonator yes amicable is, subwoofer's third best yeah they're getting worse i'm sorry about this um what do you make of annie wants a baby do you think the songs are getting worse because i do no, I like Annie Wants a Baby. I've never had a problem with it like you have. Uh, it, it's well played, really good. Got some lovely kind of doubling from um, from Josh and the Swan again here, which sounds yeah. phenomenal. Uh, it just it never grabs me, and it, it it still doesn't grab me. No, I think it's it it might it might just be a little bit too advanced for you. Mm, you might be right. Yeah, advanced how. <laughs> well, in terms of its accessibility, yeah, sure. Can uh, you can you bash around on your chair a bit more? <laughs> well, if you look, you keep pointing out. I just just ignore it. This is why every time we normally record at your house, I insist on now squeakless chairs. I know. Well, I'm just pleased I can sit on this chair, and it occasionally makes a noise. And if you don't point it out every time, people might just think it's me making a noise like that. <laughs> going. Bonk, every couple of minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they like, it's I too, do. Maybe it's too advanced for you. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a nice bit of chad work here, though. At 23.56, 23 minutes, 56 <laughs> seconds, he joins in with the singing really big. And then he does a, yeah, yeah. And then he does, he does a mini spin of his stick, which is, you think that I can't enjoy an advanced song. This is the least advanced spin I've ever seen Chad do. And then he does the world's he, worst drumstick toss, nearly yes. drops it and has to recover to get back into the, into the groove. Well, and then he throws it out to Tom again. Well, he does. He says, I will not conjugate using the stick anymore after I did a mistimed spin and a bad toss. Have you seen how many sticks he's got in his pot? How many would you estimate it to be? 30. Wow. Is that an estimation or is that, are you spot on? Did you count them? No, it's, it's just an estimation. Presumably he, he likes to keep an even number there in case he drops t- two at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. yeah, you'd think they'd put them in in pairs. Yeah. You'd like he's just it. playing Russian roulette until eventually he has to play oh, with God, one that's... stick. <laughs> Please, Chad, well, before every kick, he has a quick game of Russian roulette. <laughs> a, quick, yeah, do. a quick one in six chance. <laughs> a lot of fans do it these days. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them do. Like Christopher Walken in the and uh, De Niro in the uh, in the Deer Hunter. Would you ever consider a game of Russian roulette? What's in it for me? Because the answer is no, unless there's some <laughs> major reward for me. So is it if just financial that you're driven by, or can I offer you something else? Offer me something else. Okay. A, a really really nice hot dog. No. Uh, <laughs> we didn't even consider it. A, a one in six chance of putting a, a, a slug into my head. Yeah, but this is one hell of a hot dog I'm talking about. I've had a really nice hot dog before. No, and but even not then. as nice as this one. What's on it? Uh, onion. Talk, talk me through. Okay. Okay. So it's in a, a really freshly baked 
uh, roll, right. hot dog roll, finger is roll. Is it crust? A finger, okay. Um, it's a, it is a double thickness frankfurter sausage. Okay, I do like frankfurter, nicely done frankfurters. Double thickness? I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means it's <laughs> twice as thick as a normal frankfurter. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you describe a sausage? Can you describe a sausage with double thickness? Yes. I just, <laughs> just mean bigger. Wider. Got yeah, more girth. Yeah, there's a double, double thickness. The circumference, the circumference is, is twice as big as a standard frankfurter. Okay. Yeah, and then it's got... Is it a buttered roll as well? Generously buttered? No, no, no. No, 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 no butter. No, if I'm no having butter. anything, I'd like a, I'd like a little bit of mayonnaise on the bun. That's fine. A light, a light spread of mayonnaise, and then right. the sausage is on top, and right. then you've got um, American American mustard. Okay. And ketchup. Okay. Then your onions. Well, then how are they done? Fried... Are they raw or are they fried? No, they're fried. Fine. Then some crispy onions. Okay. And then a sprinkling of golden dust. Hmm. The, the golden dust I would not be so keen on. What I would like is some bacon in there. Fine. Uh, the bacon is just uh, underneath the double thickness sausage. Okay. So, okay. So, you've heard about that now. Yeah. Now would you consider the game of Russian roulette? Because the winner gets two of those a month for the rest of their life. Okay. Um, even then, with this fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> this lovely hot dog offer, I probably wouldn't play a game of Russian roulette. Oh, um, mate, I was uh, surprised. Well, because I know I, I can I go. I was surprised. I can go to the Christmas market in Southampton High Street. Uh, Where you can. Uh, pr- presuming, yeah, presuming in December we come out of lockdown and get such a hot dog. Mm. Or oh, I've made myself such a hot dog at home. The finger roll wasn't freshly baked, but everything else was okay, on the point. Well, you know, I've made you the offer. Okay, you've, you've declined it. That was your choice, and it was. But Annie wants I'll a find baby. Someone else would take take me up on it. That's for sure. Take a bullet for a for a dog. That's quite a. No- Today's episode is sponsored by sausages. Yes, exactly. Well, and just so we can clear this up, sponsorship wise, what are you drinking? Oh Christ! Yeah, we do the sponsors tonight. <laughs> tonight, I am spotted, and it gives me great pleasure because this is Ooh. one of my favourite beers. And for them to come forward and sponsor me really was, uh, you know, a very special moment for me. Uh, Sierra Nevada California IPA Citrusy and Sessionable Ale. This is the blue version, which comes in at four point two. The green version is my preference, but it's uh, it's very strong. Do you so, cons- um, do you consider four point two to be sessionable? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Fair enough. I am sponsored um, by Carling, a tub of yes, skittles. Come forward again. A tub of skittles to my left, and a chubba chups lollipop in a little pot to my right. So I'm, uh, wow, I'm really working, sponsor. really working hard to generate those, that sponsorship money this week. Well, the money's flooding in. I'm also sponsored by Logitech, who've kindly provided me with this mouse. Oh, great. Well, if we're going that deep, I've been sponsored by Byro, who sponsored me with a pen that I'm using to write in my notebook. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and Apple great. phones. You know, that's the thing. It started off as just drink sponsorships we were mm. getting, but now, whew, technology companies, you name it. Yeah, I'm sponsored by Batman of Visual History, DC Comics Year by Year Visual Chronicle that I've got my computer balanced on. <laughs> great. 
It's all going Fantastic. on. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, uh, Sierra Nevada, for providing me with these beverages. They are delicious. And, uh, Nutritious. And I, I, um, well, I, I hope so. I, uh, no, that's all I've had today, so... Uh, for breakfast, lunch and tea. Have you got yeah. anything else that you want to say about Annie Wants a Baby? Good song, underrated, well-performed, great example. Bad song, overrated, well-performed, great example. Let's move on. Coming out of Look Around at Full Vozza. Uh, wow, that got the crowd going, didn't it? Bloody hell, they were bouncing around like pogo sticks. This is a bit more like it, much like us at, um, at the Docklands Arena. No, we've all done it, but, you know, with this much vigour. <sighs> yes, I think we did. We got right Zeal, to the front. if you will. I'd, actually, thinking about that gig at the Docklands Arena, I think it wasn't an American there who, uh, who advised us to... <laughs> There was, and we did not. Did, and uh, and uh, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, go back to episodes two, seven, thirteen, fourteen, eighteen. Yeah. Uh, look around. This has got the nice uh, misters and some nice percussion. He's got the nice bosh bosh sound. Yeah. Did you at one point uh, see him sort of very very aimlessly shaking a rhythm egg? Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, uh, but I do love rhythm eggs. As, I've got as, no problem with them, but as they you are know. inaudible unless um, mic'd up in some way. Especially. Unless, yeah, I mean, a lot of the percussion that Mr. does is not close enough to a microphone to make any difference. No, You'll find this about a lot of percussionists. Well, that's right, and but it, um, I think it just bolsters everyone's feeling of contentment, and for the percussionists, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity just to be on stage in front of a crowd like this. I, do, I, I have to disagree with you here. I don't think the swan... I don't think his feeling of contentment is at all bolstered by uh, by Mr. Shaking Rhythm Egg inaudibly. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, it is. No, it is. You can, it is. you can tell. He doesn't mention it, but you can tell that he wants to. But yeah. he's obviously been told not to. I think maybe if later on he mentions some friends by name yes. and hopes they're watching, that's his coded way of saying this this yeah. inaudible rhythm egg is giving me that a feeling of contentment <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so exactly let's wait and see whether that happens or not and if it does then we know you're right yeah as always uh verse one. Oh, this is this is classic uh myth and flea they lock in don't they on this tune as it drops out mm. of that big raucous intro into the verses bow 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 that kind of noise <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a bit do. quicker and it's it's different notes, but that's, some, that, that's the general feel. That's that is the general feel. Actually, no, 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 I'm sorry, it's a lie. The general feel is more like it's a bit more like. Oh uh, yeah, just a few more noises and a bit quicker and a bit higher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there, there's some wonderful backing singing, both on album and live by Joshua. Absolutely, there is. Absolutely, there is. This is great stuff from um, from JK. As uh, it as it sort of built into it, I was hoping to, you know to see it and hear it, and it was it was there. I could have done with it being a bit louder, but you know it's fine. It's and I, and I guess that's what one thing that Josh does do is he 
he's not a you know he's 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 all about the overall sound and the and the and the band performing together. He doesn't want to be in your face as a backing singer. So right. in many ways, you could argue that he's exactly the right volume because he he just just sort of bleeds through. Mm. He does, and quite a lot of time he does this. He sings something similar but different to the Swan. Now I call mm. this the ancient art of we- the ancient art of weaving on the vocals. Mm. Who came up with that particular uh, saying? Well, it was the, you'll, you'll be shocked by this, but it was the Rolling Stones. <laughs> the, the strolling bones, <laughs> exactly. Um, but he does. Whereas we normally talk about two guitars doing something similar but different, and it working really well. I think a lot yeah. of Josh's backing vocals on this album are based around him doing something similar to this one but a little bit different <laughs> <laughs> it really works it's, it's, it's a simple trick but effective but it's, it's very effective and I, I think it, the, the, that genuinely does add to Swan's feeling of contentment mm. oh god you're, now you're claiming something else is adding to it well, so I it's, think, not I just th- a, it's not just the inaudible rhythm egg then no no it's this as well Mm, fair enough that's not going to be proved by if he happens to mention some people's names later though no but I always feel that and I feel this as a singer as well you know when you're singing on your own sometimes not all the time you can feel a bit exposed but when you're singing with someone else you feel a warmth and an ease and a relaxation do you? (laughs) (laughs) a contentment if you will A a certain level of contentment that can be described by those three other words Fair enough. Okay, uh, of course, then at the end, towards the end of the song, we have that bit where they sing, by the way. Um, oh, I think AK shouldn't be singing um, Josh's outro part. It's too low. I wondered about that, and um, I think it's fine, but, no, but no, it's, you're right. unne- it's, it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's, it's, it's completely unnecessary, and it's not fine. And I actually think that Shit. built a certain level of resentment. Oh no! Hmm. Which yeah. w- will be proven if the Swan happens to mention people by name later on. Mm. Well, no, I, 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 I clocked it and I and I accepted it, but it wasn't necessary. But I know what it's like when you're performing live and you're getting into something like that, especially a song with that much energy. He just wanted to continue and he wanted to continue chipping in. He wanted to be part of it. Yeah, even when his part was over. <laughs> he didn't feel like he was a big enough part of this band. <laughs> so, well, no, yeah. wait, it's true because he used to be one in four. He's currently down to one in six. And later yeah. on, he'll be down to one in seven. So he does have to do that extra bit of chipping. Yeah, he's, he is chipping in unnecessarily. But uh, no, I, it, I mean, it, a song which I'm, it's, it's one of my least favourites on the album, but that's not to say that I don't like it. And performed here very, very well with tremendous energy. The crowd feed off that, and as a viewer, you f- you then feed off that additional energy. So there's a lot of energy to feed off here. There certainly is. I've never heard anyone say energy so much. I'm Sh- full. Are you? Because it's uh, stuffed. It's quarter past energy. six. You're still stuffed mm. full of energy. Mm. Uh, very energetic fellow. Shall we move on to? Uh, the Adventures of Raindance Maggie, or as we know it, the boring first single. Yes.
Okay, coming out of Rain Dance Maggie, um, actually, sounded really, really great. <laughs> yes. Despite what I said. No prob- I, I, it's an interesting one, isn't it, as a song? It's, it's all right. It, they performed it well. I think it, it's good to see them doing it nicely. I've got no problem with it. Nah, I think as a song, it's pretty middle of the road, and it's, it certainly, I don't think, was the first single they should have released off the album. But here they actually perform it really well. Uh, do you see Flea? Um, at the beginning, before it says, "Has anyone seen the Edgar Winters band play Frankenstein on the Old Grey Whistle Test?" Yes. Uh, which is so. I I did actually go to uh, the Old Grey Whistle Test on YouTube to watch the Edgar Winters band play Frankenstein in 1973 to see what Flea was talking about because they do play a little bit of the riff. And Flea says yeah, we should learn do. to play that. Mate, it is absolutely balmy. It's it's nine minutes plus of ge- genius is one word for it. Craziness is another word for it. But the overriding feeling is genius. Edgar Winters is playing with a bass guitarist, a, a, a guitarist <laughs> and a drummer. Mm. And he plays, Edgar Winters himself plays keyboards on a strap, some incredible virtuoso saxophone. He's got such long fingers. He then goes into a drum battle with the drummer, which actually um, Chad and Mister do a little bit of drum battling when they're talking about it. I would recommend that you go to pick, uh, have a look at the old Grey Whistle Test, uh, which was a 70s, 80s music show on BBC. Um, mm. It's a hell of a performance. And check it. Yeah, check it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm. That's what I've always said. I'll just like to inform you that during that I had a spiced lamb tagine what? <laughs> uh, with Moroccan couscous during the adventures of Rain Dance Maggie yes I saw you tucking into a plate of food but I couldn't see what it was I do like a bit of yeah. couscous yeah it was delicious mm. the spiced lamb tagine talk, talk me through that quickly well it was um, chunk chunk chunks of lamb chunk chunk chunks of lamb (laughs) (laughs) a a triple Um, triple chunked lamb (laughs) yes and in a in a sort of Moroccan style tagine uh, you know it was it was quite delightful presumably you didn't cook it in an actual tagine because the tagine is the dish that you cook it in rather than a a, a set of flavours it, we didn't cook it in a tagine. It was cooked in a, a more traditional or a more traditionally English dish, such as a uh, uh, such as a pan. No, not a pan. A, an oven dish. Ah, right. Okay, a flat oven dish. Yeah, it was delightful, and it's sustain. It means that I'll probably have enough energy to see me through to the end of the show. Oh, thank the heavens for that! Good news. Yeah. Good news. Yes, Rain Dance Maggie, I think, was really well mixed. In this performance, the choruses are great. They lift into the choruses. Even when Josh stops playing the chords and moves into the lead part, doesn't lose anything. It's absolutely great. Lovely feedback solo from Josh on that between chorus one and verse two. Um, I did feel that solo two here highlighted the fact that it's just another noise solo. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if there was one thing I could 
Just just change about Josh's tenure. It would be a co- just a couple more proper solos. Well, that did he did evolve into those live later on during his tenure. Um, yes. But on this early part of the, the tenure, he did play a lot of noise solos because there's a lot of noise solos on the album. There's a lot of kind of aimless. But that's solos. what I mean. That not ju- I'm not just talking about the live environment. I mean, you know, in the studio. Mm. Let's see a couple more solos. Yeah. Yeah, I know um, what you mean. Cause but he, you know, I don't think his tenure will be defined by that, but it's certainly a danger. Well, uh, you say it's a danger, but I think it's a danger tenure. A, danger, a dangerous tenure. I think the tenure, uh, or Joshua's tenure, to be more specific, will be defined yeah. by, as I said, some fantastic genius songwriting of, of such lyrical, musical, and geographical potency that I cannot summon the words to describe it. No, no, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm not trying to detract from, you know, his tenure, but I just, you know, I just feel sometimes that uh, just a couple more solos. That's where I just, that's, that's where I slipped up then, because I was getting you wrong. Until he, <laughs> yeah. until he said, don't get me wrong. Until I asked you not to. And then it all, <laughs> now it's all so much clearer. <laughs> So, no, no, that makes perfect sense now you told me not to get you wrong. Because I was getting you wrong. But that, that's the thing. Even, even when you say something which seems to be unmistakably something. Clear. It can. Clear, thank you. Mm. It, can be, it can be got wrong. Mm. I was getting it wrong. <laughs> you were. That, that was what I feared. Mm. And so that's why you... Just, that's why I stressed. Yeah, you distinctly told me not to get it wrong. <laughs> I know what you're like. Yeah, well, I was. I was so far wrong. It was. It was Craig. It was Craig. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Craig, Craig for the youth, or Cray is. Um, well, Craig, Cray, or Cray for the older generation is actually yes. short or slang for crazy. Well, yes, it, that's that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! All very good. Rain dance, Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I don't think there's anyone you know who's serious about this kind of thing. <laughs> say that that's <laughs> that, you know that that's the best song on the album. No, if anyone who is serious about this kind of thing and yeah. thinks "Rain Dance Maggie" is the best song on uh, "I'm With You," do write in. Do uh, please do, do email in. But I don't think I don't, I don't think there is anyone who will write. I'm in. just going to give them the opportunity to do email please in do. to Ben Townsend Music at hotmail dot com if you are into this kind of thing and you think "Rain Dance right, Maggie" is the be- best. Yeah, you have to be serious about this kind of thing. Yeah, you'd have to be serious. If you're not serious about this kind of thing, but you think Rain Dance Maggie... you think that Rain Dance Maggie is the best song on the album, don't, then get serious. Yeah, well, don't email in. <laughs> no. But if you are emailing in... No, if you are serious about it, then do. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah, absolutely. Can you sit forward into a more serious position? You're, you're too <laughs> relaxed. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, because you were forward. making more banging noises in that more relaxed pose. <laughs> Sit forward. Right, we'll move past. There you go. Oh, oh, oh. We'll move past Rain Dance Maggie and Sam's big bangs. Well, I don't know what the fuck you're sitting on. And we'll go on to the first version of Did I Let You Know? Here we go.
Coming out of Did I Let You Know There, um, I think that's a, a very nice performance of that song. It's not the best version they play during this particular gig, but it was nicely done. What did you make of that? Well, there was s- certain technical issues. Yeah, but there wasn't, because when we saw it at the cinema... We didn't know... We, no, what technical issues? We watched it twice. There's nothing wrong with that performance. It didn't cut out. So I'm assuming it's to do with the Swans... Levels, maybe? He sounded a bit low to me. Yeah, they're not going to repeat a whole song just because the Swans' levels were a bit... Just because he didn't... No. Just because he didn't... Maybe it's because he didn't come in correctly on the start of verse two. Yeah. <laughs> insisted. God, God I imagine... Never gets through again. <laughs> imagine if the Swan insisted on redoing every song that he, fl- that he made a slight mistake on. Yeah, it would be... It, well, they'd only be able to play one or two songs per night. But, by God, they'd play them a lot. No, yeah, well, they would. Um, my battery just ran out as as we were recording the introduction, and I tried to plug it in without looking where the hole was, ah. and I inadvertently wedged the, the plug into the USB. Ooh, thinking it. that's tricky. Uh, on the John, on the uh, if you bang that fucking chair, <laughs> don't worry about sit it. Sit on man. the cajon. Uh, no. Yeah, on the John, uh, the Ellis James and John Robbins podcast, they were talking about people making mistakes with technology, mainly old people. And there was a story where someone had uh, said the CD-ROM's not working on my computer. Can you come and sort it out? It didn't have a CD-ROM. They just shoved (laughs) shoved a a CD into one of the ventilation (laughs) holes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, classic classic banter. That can happen as you get older. Certainly can. Nice jazzy trumpet from Mike Bulger. Yeah, great to hear Mike and hit, see him name check there by Flynn. Oh, lovely, and he he'll, he's coming back. Believe me, he's coming back. Um, a chorus too. Did you see Mister hitting that that tambourine tree at, at timestamp mm. forty four twenty eight? Made absolutely no difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, Couldn't hear it. No, but remember, he is bolstering the overall confidence of the band. Looking there's a contentment level. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, so that's yeah. that's important. In between this and the next song, the Swan does confirm that by calling out Dave and Cassian, and then he asks, "Is, is Brian watching?" Which we now know that he was um, doing something for the contentment levels. Yeah, exactly, and that 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 is you know worth mentioning. No one, no crowd reaction to the rhyming of cheeky in Mozambique. I thought that would get a little little <laughs> cheer, but it didn't. Yeah, no, that didn't get a cheer. No. What do you make of the overall Latino vibes? Uh, well, uh, you asked me what I think of the song or what I think of the Latino vibes on this version of the song. Uh, the Just this version. I think the Latino vibes are really are done really well. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and what do you make of the overall Latino vibes on the song in general? I'll refer you to an earlier episode of University Speaking, the Red Hot Chief Peppers podcast, where we talk about this in detail. Um, I think it works really well live with the with the, uh, mm, with the extra percussion. You sound like you want to come in there. <laughs> well, it, do you, firstly, do you admit that this song is overtly Latino? Yes! <laughs> that's, why, that's why it was really specifically in Brazil, I think, or Latin America. Yeah. Fine, I just wanted to, get, wanted to get your take on it. Yes, it's overtly. Now that you've got a moustache. <laughs> People can't see my moustache. I'll put up a picture on Twitter of us, um, of, of our screen grab of Squadcast. And yes, I do appear yeah. to have a heavy moustache. 
Well, let's attribute to the swan, the swan's new look, which the first time we saw it was when he strutted out on stage in his, pen, in his penty coat. And we thought, what yeah. the F? What the sweet F is this? Yeah, what the is he going to play an overtly Latino song twice? Yeah. With, his, <laughs> with, <laughs> with a heavy moustache. Yeah. But a, a beautiful body. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do like between this song and the next song... Uh, and I, and I will just say the next song is Goodbye Hooray. They do have that nice oh, little wow. chat about uh, Flea being on his period. One of the only men in the world to have a period. Quite nice. Mm. And then there's a bongo solo, but, you know, whatever. Hey, man, don't diss the bongo player. No, I would never dismiss that. Now, shall we... He's probably playing congas. Congas or bongas or a tambourine tree or a silent rhythm egg. Whatever he's playing, it sounds quiet. Or loud. Or, or a battered old bucket. Now, shall we move on to Goodbye Hooray? Yes, let's move on to Goodbye Hooray. out of Goodbye Hooray at maximum pace just as the Chilies did it uh, what did you make of Goodbye Hooray Tone? Energy fueled enjoyment Ah, oh, that sounds like a cryptic crossword clue Energy fueled mm. enjoyment and the answer is uh, Goodbye well, Hooray 7 uh, 6 Goodbye Hooray there you go. Mm. I think it's a it's a hit and miss song, really. It's a good rocker, isn't it? But it's um, yeah. And I'm not entirely sure. It's, I like it. I like it. It takes me on a on a, on a fun fueled thrill ride, like a roller coaster. Yes, really, like a roller coaster of love or a love roller coaster. No, a roller coaster of pure delight. Just that, delight, that's not the love. song they should have written. Roller coaster of delight. Delight roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. It's a, it, it's it, it's just the you know the energy from everybody, the performance levels. I I just I just enjoyed it. I just sat here and I've got a, a California a Sierra Nevada California IPA in one hand. God, what in the other. <laughs> I can see one hand. I can of course I can only see your chest and above. What on earth have you got yes. in the other hand? No, the other hand remains <laughs> completely Thank empty. Thank God for that. Um, there's no point in bringing it no. up, really. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, fantastic stuff. Full, fully enjoyed. Look at me. Uh, you, actually, on Scorecast, I see a picture of you. You look like a man who's enjoying talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers with a, bit, a beer I'm in one it. hand and nothing else in the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, showing the hand again. That's... Well, look at this. Proof we needed. Uh, a beer in one hand. And a beer in the and other a beer hand. In the Lovely. Other. Um, the swan misses the last chorus by miles. And, uh, and, and mm. he, you know, he, he gets back into it. And 
The mistakes are creeping yeah, in. Yeah, but he is later on in the gig now. But when he... Yeah, he is He is that much older. Yeah, he is. He's, 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 <laughs> aged, at le- he's aged an hour here. <laughs> and, yeah, and as you yeah. get older... You're, and it's, 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 it's starting to take its yeah, time. You, your faculties will start to fail. Cognitive yeah. things will go. And, you know, he's an hour older and it's starting to go. Yeah, no, but you know, we can, so therefore we've got to let him off. No, I, I do let him off for this one because again, he when he screws up here during this gig, he gets back on the horse really quickly and effectively. Um, yes, he was, and that was one of the surprising decisions they made mm. was to have him on a horse yeah, and to get him on so effectively and quickly. Every time he made a mistake, he has to get back. He has to get on a horse. <laughs> he had to. He had to fall yeah. off and get back on, and then yeah. get back up. And they said, and I think that again was the suggestion of the chandeliers to bring the horse on stage. <laughs> <laughs> the chandeliers? Wow. How do you say chandeliers? Uh, chandelier. Oh, sorry. I, sorry that I'm so hoity toity. He didn't say chandelier, right? How would I say chandelier? <laughs> no, chandelier. Yeah, chandelier. Chandelier? <laughs> you didn't say chandelier, right? That's how you say chandelier. You didn't. Chandelier. Oh, come on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind. I'm sorry, everyone. No, I'm not rewinding. Um, overall, Josh is too quiet. Oh, do you see the move yeah. that Flea did at 52.32? Timestamp. He does what I call a, a paused angle thrust, where he went... Like that. I did not no. see it. Well, I saw it, and I just, uh, <laughs> I just recreated it. I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't see it. Um, I will say this, though. At the end of Flea's big distortion line, his, uh, his kind of lead bit, when it goes into the quiet bridge, and he plays double yes. stabs. Bam, bam. The first two he plays with the distortion still on, he, and then he stamps that pedal off in frustration and fury. Mm, double F, the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. He got carried away. He got carried away. Can you provide some gold? Do happen. some golden content while I drink a mouthful of air. Sure. Uh, in the nineteen early eighties, when the Red Hot Chili Peppers That's were enough. first hitting the road, we've done enough of uh, Goodbye Hero. Should we move on? Uh, now we get out of what I call the lull of the album. Yes, the album lull. into three top um, quality songs, and then dance, 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 and it's worth. Yes, well, it is just worth mentioning that uh, the lull is over. The lull is now completely over, and we're going into happy happiness the, loves company. The lull is void. The lull is void. You look like you're you're looking at me. I am cool. Happiness, lo- happiness loves company, and <laughs> everyone. loves company and Sam has just clarified to me that when he said the null is void no, the, <laughs> the, 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 the null, null is void. void he was making a null and void reference which I singularly yes. failed to understand 
<laughs> That's fine. I didn't get the sausage quite. It's fine. Early. We're one for one. We're one each. Yeah, and uh, now it's just a question of who will yeah, who will slip up next. <laughs> <laughs> it's, one, it's one all. Okay, but as we say one all, if I consider my two arms as you say I am, imagine I had one goose yes. bump on each arm. That's yeah. not the case. I've literally got thousands of goosebumps across both arms after coming out of Happiness Loves Company. That well, I, I know that you. That love is this, so. a great. The audience are straight into it as soon as it starts being played. Flea says, "Everybody ready?" He's into it. They're straight into it, clapping. J.K. on the bass. The swan is sounding phenomenal. There's that word again, but I mm. will use it at times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And what instrument is Flea playing? The piano. The piano. Did I say piano? Well, no. If you say chandelier, then surely you've got. Well, to do say you remember piano. that I was in a school production of Salad Days? Uh, in I do. The... I'm looking for a yes. piano. Just your piano. <laughs> that's the song I was saying. Well, you've just done it yes. for me, so that's why I say piano. Flea's on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. <laughs> <laughs> that was a huge cock up on my part. I should have said piano. I said piano. I've gone back to my back to my uh, back to, lower back class to your, roots. Your yeah, class exactly. Roots. Yeah, yeah, being down the mine saying piano. When in fact I should be hanging chandeliers saying piano. <laughs> <laughs> looking out for my chandeliers. I'm looking yes. for a piano. Oh, any old piano? Yes, a piano. Oh, there you go. A P I N. P-I-A-N. Just any or piano, yeah. that one that makes you dance. I really want to dance. Do you want to sing yeah, any more Salad Days songs? Oh, I, I did enjoy this. I think this was Salad Days. The song about the magical from the... Oh, I can't fucking remember. <laughs> I'll move past Salad Days, shall we? Let yeah. it go. Let it go. Um, anyway, I'm sure it's, someone's got it on VHS. If you got it, send it in. <laughs> Yes, send it to us and we'll... Well, don't send us a VHS. Well, I've got a VHS player, I claim. But well, oh, on my good. birthday, when I tried to watch Neil Diamond's The Jazz Singer on VHS with Vanessa, we mm. could not find the VHS player, so we had to borrow a DVD of it. Which yeah, well, was an essential you trip. Got a VHS player. Well, it, it was okay. essential. Oh, shall I just tell you what films I did watch on my birthday with Vanessa? Please, please we, do. We opened up with um, Bohemian Rhapsody. And a San Pellegrino Blood Orange with vodka. Fine. What time? 2pm, so very civilised. Oh, yeah, it's very reasonable. Uh, yeah. Then we had nibbles, a, a table full of nibbles. I then moved on to lager after one vodka and San Pellegrino because Vanessa honestly stuck in about a triple in my glass. So I got shot to lager. Uh, she had Copperberg. We then watched Neil Diamond's Jazz Singer. It was brilliant. Fine. And then we rounded it off with Greece. Mm. Great stuff, as you know, I love Greece. You do. You like Greece more than me. I like Greece more than most people. You do. And I'll, I'll let you off. I like you. So I'll Thank let you. you. I like you too. Uh, but back to Happiness Lost Company by the Red Hot Chili Peppers live, live in Cologne. Yes. Flea on the piano, yeah. Anthony on the vocals, yes. and Josh on the. Chad on the drums. And Josh on the bass. <laughs> And Josh on the on the bass guitar, bass guitar, but it's such a great performance of this song. The Swan is holding those modulated notes at the end of the verses and choruses. He's singing so well on this gig, really great. 
Um, as Chad rolls across the kit into the first uh, Make Time for Love and Your Happiness, a brilliant drum roll. I mean, we know he's a good drummer. I think we've established that. He's half yeah. decent. And, uh, but, but what this song brings is pure It happiness. makes you want to stand up and makes you want to sing along. When I was... It's it was uplifter. the first time that I clamped the headphones close to my ears to get more volume, and I was doing this with my arms, and I'm just waving my arms in the air for those mm. who can't see me. Which is everyone else but you. He is. He, he is. He is. It doing just that. gets you going. Yeah. No. Th- this was on our wedding, uh, our pre-ceremony wedding. Really. List. So we had five songs that played before we came in, and this was. One so what year did you get married? 2013. 2012, didn't you? 2000, yeah, year 2012. Yeah. So yeah. what were the other four songs? Goodness me, I think uh, if I had to say now, which I seemingly do, I would say Good Riddance by mm-hmm. Green Day. I think a U2 song. One? What, what U2 yeah. song would you conceivably have as your... Don't know, I don't know. Because um, you love them and so does Anna. <laughs> possibly a Coldplay song. Right. Sounds like know. a weak list to I me. Sounds like a weak list. I don't know, Ben. I, don't I can know. have a good stab at what my pre-ceremony songs were. Well, no, listen, the reason I was talking about my pre-ceremony <laughs> list was because this song was out. <laughs> I don't want to hear about yours. Oh, fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> no, let's get back to the sure. song. Um, Josh, 55, 53, 55 minutes, 53 seconds. He, goes, he has his yes. crazy eyes. Did you say? Yes, I did see that. I, I did, and I think that's just pure emotion spilling over into yeah, his eyes. so much emotion that he looks like he's about to pass out. He momentarily does control and his own flee. eyes. And then flee. So into the music is flee at 56, 54. He looks over his shoulder. He's kind of smiling to himself because he can't connect to the band like he normally, like he he normally does because his back's to them. Yeah. He yeah. looks over his shoulder. Yeah, and he does He does a great job here with his, with his little backing vocals as well. Oh, t- so, talk to me of, while I just jot down what my wedding songs were. Well, there is, it's almost incomprehensible what he's saying, if in fact he is saying anything. But he just provides that, that, that backing which is needed. It's fantastic. It's, and I think, you know, Flea really underpins this song with the piano and the backing oh, vocals. I'm looking for a piano, piano, yes, a piano. And I can just now comprehensively say I've remembered three of my pre-ceremony songs, and I am going to announce them. Fantastic. But it is just worth saying about what Flea did before this. You know, he studied, he went into a deep period of study, musical mm. theory, and came out as a, a very, very good Very competent, because he plays a lovely bit of classical music at the start. Yeah, he's really good on the piano. Can I now? We've talked about film piano. Just, just, talk, just name three of my pre-ceremony songs. Yes, you can. Uh, Somewhere over the rainbow by Eva Casti. Raindrops Sorry. keep falling on my head from the uh, from Butch Cassidy and Sandlot's Kid. Rain based. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's the third song with rain in the title? Uh, well, it was you and me. Why does it always rain on me, my <laughs> And then I did... Um, oh, what's that? Uh, oh, I am talking about rain. Downpour. No, you said you were just going to say three. Yes, well, I don't know. You and me, you know, you and me always and forever. That song. Yeah. But you don't even know it's cool. <laughs> hey, you don't even know what songs you had, so... No, that's true. That's Let's true. move... Oh, no, that's it. We've, we've done Happiness Loves Company. We're going to go on to the police station now. 
We've covered it off. I, I would just like to finish off by saying that this, this I think, is one of the high points on the album, it, particularly the second half of the album. It, it really is a good song, and again, one that I think is is definitely up there with Josh's best. During agreed, day. and ironically, he's playing the bar, the bass. <laughs> Sometimes you have to if Lee refuses to. I saw you in the church out there was no time to exchange You were getting married and it felt so very strange I guess I didn't see you coming And now I guess it's me who's bumming Dreaming of the golden years You and I were mixing tears Not today Not for me but someone I never could get used to So now I will refuse to Police Station. What a tune. What a performance. Sam, Brother Soul Townsend, what did you make of Police mm. Station? God, I mean, I haven't spent much time in police or police mm. stations mm. in my life, mm. thank God. Uh, and as a result, I'm able to fully appreciate this song. And I say no. appreciate. <laughs> well, what do you mean? What I mean, of course, mm. is appreciate. Yeah, you've gone posh. Uh, but <laughs> I have. I've gone all posh, uh, but uh, man alive, there are so, there are there are some standout tracks on this album, some really standout tracks, and this is one of them. It's bloody brilliant. It, it's atmospheric. It's here. It's fantastically performed. It's a masterclass in build up. I mean, it builds to such a crescendo and then takes you on the downward ride, which is equally enjoyable. Ah, it's you brilliant. just said it. It's a story. There's a story arc to it. And as you say, you start yeah. off low, you start off with that beautiful intro, which again is the high bass and the low chords against each other. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's so... You know, some songs are just, uh, you know, slow songs, ballads. If Salad. you will. <laughs> Salads. Um, but... But this, as soon as it comes in, it's got an atmosphere and an aura to it that just takes you straight, even before it started, you're, oh, you're in it. Even before it started? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's the that's the, the, truth that's the mark of a truly great song. Uh, even before it starts, it you're completely committed to it. You're, you're immersed. I remember before, before I'd heard the album, um, and... Uh, yeah, with... You knew something was well, going on. Happiness Loves Company had just finished, and it was that period of silence. And I felt myself getting completely mm. immersed in something. And it was Police Station. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. Of course, you weren't able to, to put your finger on it at that point. But it was only a very brief period of silence. But I, when, as soon as it started, and here, it, it, just as on the album, it's that first backwards drum from Josh, and that first high note from Flea. Yeah. It's just beautiful, beautiful... Yeah. Um, musicianship and it's just wonderful songwriting it is it is yeah and that's the that's the core of it and then what chad does is just so perfect and the swan you know sometimes we we do sort of talk about the swan and we do a lot 
he well we do sometimes we talk about him <laughs> primarily he, he is the episodes on however yeah but you know sometimes you just sometimes when when the musical element of the band is is performing at a high level and then the swan comes in it, he never detracts from it I don't I would never go watch that yourself far, you're but, on a podcast about but, the chilies no but sometimes you you, you know but here he, he adds you know he always adds but just here it's it, he, it's just perfect from everybody and the swan is the is the if it, if this song was a an iced gem then the swan would be that little twirl of of hard ice sure oh an ice gem so you mean that little biscuit ah yes. right yes of course get a little minute can you still get them yeah because ah, you always like take off the uh, the swan first the the, the, the hard yes. icing enjoy and leave yourself with well, a load no, of because uh, yeah musician. well there's, there's josh uh flea and chad are all the sweet that sweet sweet biscuit because it was a sweet yeah. biscuit wasn't it but it is a, it is a sweet biscuit yes yeah but no i i, I just think it all comes together here to, and it's it, it's an all-encompassing performance it takes you fully and at, right and then at the end you come out of it and you're just left on the floor in the fetal mm, position crying feeling <laughs> completely satisfied I'll, I'll give you another analogy you've given me the ice gem and the, and the fetal position and satisfaction i'll give you the french fancy now ah, i feel yes. that the band here is another bass <laughs> with something on top <laughs> The The band here is the cake and the icing, and the swan is that that little bit of lovely white extra sweetness on top that you bite off. That cream, cream, if you will. The swan is the cream, (laughs) and the band is the cake. And and exactly, and by the end of the song, we feel like the cat. That got that particular cream. You're right. Exactly. And I really think that we should say that if the band was like a 99, the swan would be the flake. Sure. Yeah, Just another exactly. bit of extra sweetness yeah. on top. Yes, and I think that's equal. Have you got any other kind of sweet things with something sweeter on top that you'd like to compare the swan to here? Well, if if the band... If this song was an Eaton oh, mess, on. then the you know Flea, Josh, and Chad would be the meringue and what the cream. What would the swan be? And the swan would be a sweet succulent. Just perched on top. We've done it. Yeah. That's the power of three. You've always got to go for three. That's it. Should we yes. talk about the song? Yes. This is, again is a good, another great example. This whole song, and it was the first time that I picked up on it from Josh really powerfully. It's him doing that that different but similar thing that he does all the way through the song. He's backing the swan up, making the swan sound yeah. better while sounding great himself. And he's also doing that fantastic guitar line, that kind of twangy guitar line on the verses. Mm. It's a, it's. It, I don't think there's anyone here that isn't completely on top of their game on this performance of Police Station. No, and it's it it's incredible. You know, this is Josh's first mm. album in his tenure, and he's pulled off 
this this album I think as the years go by just gets better and better and, and has aged so well not that I didn't like it you know as I've said before I spent an awful lot of time pounding the streets to did the you? Shop. what? oh running yes I was training tra- yes <laughs> 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 yeah running um, and so I listened to this album extensively and, and developed a deep Love was that the year when I was doing Davina uh, McCall exercises with Anna on a Tuesday night? It could well have been, yes. You were out pounding yeah. the streets. Um, I was pounding the streets and you were doing Davina. It, but it is a fantastic album. And uh, I'm going to go on, on record do. now and say that this album is better than The Getaway. I, I, I think that's a, a relatively safe thing to say, isn't it? Yeah, I feel safe. So. What would be controversial is if you said this album is better than Bloodshot Sex Magic or something like that. Okay, so you want me to be more yeah, controversial? Be more controversial, yeah. Better than the oh, getaway. Fine, fine. I'm it's going it's, on, it's I'm almost going on not worth saying what you just said. Say something better. All right, fine. Uh, all right. <laughs> stop, I'm, stop counting the time. No, I'm not. I'm going to go on record here and say that this uh, I prefer this album to one what? minute hang on do you that's that's slightly more I controversial so, yeah. ok I, well, I, I didn't want to go I didn't want to go yeah, unbelievable no, not full contrary that's that's no. sort of controversial um, so I'm saying but what I'm saying is is that this for me yes I, I agree album. with you this is better than one hot minute yeah oh, and fine. actually as so, a debut good. album I think it's um, yes. let's just stick to Navarro for Shante and um, Klinghoffer here for ease of selection ease of access is this the best debut album from those three people I think this is better than Mother's Mill I think it's better than One Hot Minute I of course I, I do I agree with you I think that is that is true I do I do agree with you however then when you balance that up with John's second album... Oh, no, no but we can't, because that wasn't the question. Is this the best debut album from the Navarro, Klinghoffer, Frusciante, 10 years? Done. Yes. <laughs> OK, fine. And then I'll ask okay, you a fine. quiz question. Which guitarist out mm. of those three recorded both their debut album and their swan song? at the same oh, time great question great question and of course what you've done there is bring the swan into it as well just to involve him a bit sure um, thank you yeah it's a tough one isn't it which of those it is I'm having a thing well you... break okay. it down if you need to well I'm going to do something off the godfather minute here and say uh, break it down break it down break it down they've got their own theme tune for that I'll break it down right now he's done that yeah. what's a debut oh. album you have to address first that sounds like a first yes. album if a footballer makes his debut that's their first game so I imagine that's, that's yeah, what that means good. a swan song trying. sounds to me like a last album um, I know swans like doing things last um, and Anthony Kiedis is the swan and he likes doing things last so I'm assuming the swan song is the last thing you do a swan right. can, both of them, a real swan and the swan, can break your arm with one strike of its wing. 
Yeah, they can. They're so, very strong. I'm going to have to say that it's... It's Klenghoffer, isn't it? Oh, because I have another get. Oh, another <laughs> guess. Okay. The debut album and this one song was the same one. 50, okay. 50, yeah. I'm going to have to go for our man, our main man, John Anthony motherfucking Frusciante. Is that the correct answer? Oh, <laughs> man. It was no. Dave Navarro, because what I was, what, what what I was alluding, alluding to, to <laughs> <laughs> was that he recorded both his first and his last album oh, at the same that time. that completely passed me by. It oh, mate. You. Okay, Unlucky. well, sh- thank you. Good effort. Shall we get back to Police Station from the get from the getaway from uh, sure. with you? Again, this is a, a huge showcase for for Flea. Very prominent baseline on the chorus. So you get quite a nice close up of him doing. He's got runs that go high and then drop low, but he's doing nice kind of yeah. scales up. Uh, the Swan screws up the lyrics a bit, but recovers. He's reading them. Like oh, absolutely, he's locked in. He's like. Uh, but what I, what I love is when he, you know, he, he's so focused on trying to get the words right during the, verse, the verses, and then you can almost feel the weight lifted from his shoulders as he goes into the chorus, and he can just yeah. let loose. He lets the shoulders go on the rig, gets back to his full muscular pose. And he sound, once again, he sounds fantastic. Mm. It's, it's, it's easy to forget now that Josh was party to this kind of quality mm. from this one. Yes, because, uh, well, we won't say anything too negative because we're being ultimately positive today. <laughs> there we are. He, he, he sounds brilliant. He's got that nuance. He's got the ability to mix it up and sound nigh on album but, good yeah, here, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, you made the point in a couple of episodes that the Swan hits his stride for the albums, for the recording of the albums. And this is not too far yeah. post that, that period. And then, of course, he's, he's not no, strained no. his voice by heavily touring, which if you're singing night after night, That's you are right. going to do. So he's got e- yes, every yes. reason and to I've... be really, really good here. Yeah, and, I th- and, that, and that's what ultimately brings me hope that he's still, gonna, he's still got it, is that what I think where he does falter these days is on long you know, tours, and he just can't sustain it. But I do believe that at the start of tours and here and other you know there are other examples of him still performing at a very high level live all I would urge them to, you know to resist is very long tours they don't no. like doing that anyway so I, I do I am optimistic that, that we can still see hit see and hear that all the boys performing but what to I'd like level. to see is if they did a really short tour of the UK if they were to do Southampton Guildhall uh, Hive yes. Parish Hall. Hive Parish Hall. Um, then yeah. go back to s- my garden, your back my garden. Back garden. Uh, maybe our mum's back garden, and then back. And no, that's it. No, yeah, it's too, too long. long. Don't know where this one out. Well, my back garden's got a built-in stage. Well, you used to call it a built-in stage. It's just a higher level of garden. So is yeah. that? Uh, that's what I refer to. as <laughs> oh, stage. Never, I've never seen you perform that. <laughs> You've never heard me say I'm going to get. I'm just going out to another stage. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just going out to, to prune the stage. Yeah, get it ready for the oh, show, mate. Okay, well, we'll offer it to him right now, shall we? 
because I know I know yeah, for a fact yeah, that um, the RM podcast did this. Uh, they offered their garden. Were they no. successful? However, they had had REM already yes. broken up though. Yes. Well, that, I think right. that, we're that's offering why. the red hot chili peppers your back garden, your your stage, my stage to perform a gig. Yes. 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 The the offer is official. Um, please email me at stacktownsend.yahoo.co.uk to accept the offer. Uh, Any time you like, there are no. It's an open-ended offer, and we will pay we you won't. handsomely. More pertinently, to keep it on brand, email me at bentownsendmusic.net. Mm. That's my website. Mm, no. It's not your garden, <laughs> but I have full access to it when it's not locked down. <laughs> bentownsendmusic at hotmail dot com to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And when I let you in? Uh, no, yeah. seriously, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we we jest, of course. But and also, we'll say to offer. all our listeners: tweet Flea, tweet Chad. There's a gig yes. for the podcast in Sounds Back Garden. Oh, mate! Imagine if we could pull this off. It would be one of the most spectacular things ever. My neighbours would be. I'll tell you. I'll moon. tell you what the likelihood is, given that f- nor, neither Flea nor Chad have ever replied to any of our tweets. No, they refuse to acknowledge <laughs> it's, it's our minimal. However, we could we could or do I'd a couple of songs, can't we? Well, what, what's less than minimal? Zinimal. Well, I mean, zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is definitely okay. zinimal. Shall we move past this um, theoretical and uh, nonsensical gig to meet me at the corner? Because I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Well, yes, let's, let's do that. But let's just say once again, police oh, station. Police station. this is what a performance this is this is impeccable this is impeccable it is impeccable it it's is the best uh, to be, uh, mate I sat there with well I've had um, I've had ooh crumbs but eight cans of uh, carling so I'm I'm, I'm entering mm. a highly emotional state I had goosebumps on my arm yeah and I, I can I, can I see wept that. It, I wept it's, I won't lie to you I wept. Oh a tear escaped my eye. I know. Well, I feel completely inadequate now. Well, can't you just pretend you wept? Well, I did more than weep. What did you do? What's more than weeping? I, I wailed. Oh, mate, did you? Let's just talk through this then. What a fantastic... Flea immediately goes down into that crouch position because it's quite played quite high up. And he sticks there yeah. for all the hard bits. Um... 
Chad, this is a great showcase of Chad as well. And you can hear that his um, toms are panned because he's doing mm. a little single tom hitting here rather than yes. like massive rolls. You can hear yes. on, this, on this gig they're panned over. It's really nice. Excuse me. Are you excused? Yeah, and, it, and there's, it, there's lovely interplay between the Swan and, and Josh as well. They, they're, once again, you know, they're performing extremely well. Josh is nice and high here in the mix. Yeah. You can really appreciate his work. His guitar, there's some lovely guitar flourishes as well here, here that are unlike anything else that he's done on this album. I think. Well, we discussed it, I think, on when we did the episode about the album. This is the most Vashante, um guitar part on I'm With You. But well, he, I, he plays I it well. I suppose you're right, but I don't, I don't feel like that's why I appreciate it. I just think that he is exposed and at times like the only instrument that you can really yeah. hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's doing some lovely stuff and he executes it perfectly here. There's no... You know, there's there's nothing other than than album quality performance. No, you're right. And again, I think I should I should retract what I said while I compared him to Shante there. Um, Josh Klinghoff has brought a a verve and a nuance to the band that words yeah. simply cannot describe. <laughs> exactly. I I don't think um, like comparing him to John is is something that shouldn't be done because I think it's almost unavoidable. But and it's my just, love of my love of of John Fashante's work in in the Chili's, it I think is it, it works independently of what I just saw. Okay, I know it's similar style, but I just I saw Josh play that and I thought he owned it, he wrote it, unless you know John did. But, but I just thought he, he's fantastic. Let he, me rephrase what I said. Actually, it's a very John was massively influenced by Hendrix. Um, Josh was obviously uh, a fan of John. And what you get here is very Hendrixy guitar lines, more than, say, a Frusciante-ish guitar lines. Sure. But uh, no, it's great. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, there is no hiding place in this song for anyone. You've got to be on top of your game completely. And they all yes. are. And the Swan is... Ah, oh, the, the melancholy vibe that this song gives off and particularly gives off in this performance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, well, we're big fans, I think you can tell. We're big fans. And, and actually, when you team it up with Police Station... Mm. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's when, a, it's when a double melancholy. Those, yeah, when you isolate those two together, I love melancholy songs. Christ. That's it, he's gone for it. I love... <laughs> Um, I just I do I, I love uh, the, um, the, the the melancholy song I, was, I lost the words Ben's just stripped off his top I have I've gone and, full uh, swan it's gone full well yes I've been yeah. well I'm not quite full swan I'm not quite as uh, as ripped or buff but no, you know but I was you that, look you look great I was that there affected by this song here I'm I am glad I've got my sunglasses on oh yeah because I'm white as I mean I'm desperately <laughs> white. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's a it, it's a great double combo. It's a great song, and actually, the, the the thing I like about this song is is the the way that it moves from section to section and takes you on on that on that journey because it, there you've got the the chorus and the verses which are quite different and strikingly different but fit together well, and then obviously the outro, 
which I didn't warm to at first, but obviously over time and having listened to it over and over again, I now love. And I love the way the crowd here don't fully know the song, so they start to clap. And the swan just throws in a nice thank, thank you. Thank you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well-timed. And then, obviously, they play it out, and it's, yeah, it's great. Well, it's just a pleasure. The great thing about the song is there's, like, a double outro because that it changes up when it goes up to a more high tempo bit where both mm. um josh and the swan are singing that part and that is just again perfect double uh, vocal doubling and as they're doing the downward uh, melody on the last word they're completely locked in and it sounds great yeah. but then when they build up then you're right they die off thank you and then they go in but when they play that vo- that instrumental outro it's they give it a little bit more and they just yeah. build it up and... Uh, yeah, brilliant, 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 brilliant. Uh, my personal feeling on this, and I think we probably touched on this when we when we did the episode on the album, is that that should have been the end. Yes. Well, absolutely. I mean, what we're going to have to... And apologies to Hamish, because I know he likes Dance, Dance, Dance. Oh, I know there are people who enjoy Dance, 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 and I, I'm sure we will enjoy it. I'm not saying that I won't in- mm. enjoy this. Yeah. Um... i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a fair crack of the whip having done the initial episode on the album i'm going into this with an open mind Hmm. full hamish well i will i think that's the least we can do or it's the very least and and we'll do it let's do that we'll do it shall we so this in fact we're going into this with newly peeled ears Mm. can we peel in there I just There we go then. Out of dance, dance, dance. Uh, How did you enjoy that? I mean, I think it was uh, very well performed. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed. Did, did you find yourself jiggling? No, no. I've put my t-shirt back on. Christ, I've taken mine off. Oh God, we fully flipped. Then shall I take mine off? Yeah, I'll take yours off. All again. Right, hang on, I've taken my headphones off. <laughs> yeah, it's off. There we go. Right, two topless men talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I think that is the way it should be. Surprised we haven't done this before. Mm. <laughs> maybe it's best if we're going to be half naked to be separated by three quarters of a mile. Yeah, maybe, maybe right. <laughs> I, I like seeing Mister on the strap drum. He plays the top and the bottom. Did you notice? He does. He lightly, t- he lightly sort of feathers the bottom. Well, sometimes he um, quite heavily slaps the bottom. Mm. Either way, you know, some people like it either way. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some, people, some people don't. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Always uh, get permission. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, please do. If you learn nothing else from this we podcast. Can, we really can't stress that heavily enough. We can't. Uh, we'll, I'll put that on the, um, the show notes. Yes. Nice prominent guitar part from Josh during some of the choruses. Ah, but I mean, I mean, lovely rolling thunder toms from Chad on the bridge I've put. But this is mm. filler, surely. <laughs> well, it, you know, it. I, I feel good. You know, I watched it and I, I was uplifted. I can see that they're all enjoying it, and for me, that's important. Well, Chad does do a big smile at the end. Yeah. So, and the, the crowd certainly enjoyed it. 
Well performed. You know, again, this is a high quality performance. Yeah, of a low quality song. Whatever you think about this song, you can't deny that. I won't. But you don't appear to be trying to deny it, so that's fine. But yeah, decent song. No. Well performed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm just trying to take the middle ground now because I know... Fine, because I've got the very low ground. You'll have to take the middle ground, so so there is no high ground. I'm trying to act as the counterbalance. Fine. Well, why don't you take the high ground for a second if you've been the counterbalance? I don't want to go to. I don't want to. I don't want to overreact. Well, you're not being the counterbalance then, because to counterbalance against the low ground, you'll have to be the high ground to get it back on the equilibrium. Yeah, I I can counter it as as best I can. Yeah, okay. Whilst being, whilst being remaining, you know. Well, what you are being, if we're doing the analogy of a of a seesaw, I want, I want is, to maintain is my integrity. Well, you're being the fulcrum, so you're doing nothing. No, I'm beyond. No, I'm beyond the fulcrum. Right. So where are you then? Just raising me just slightly off the, the ground. Yeah, just past the <laughs> right, fulcrum, but not fully getting level. No, I could never achieve that because your hatred for this song far outweighs. Uh, hatred's, hatred's too strong. Is it? Yes. Intense Good. dislike is what you're is what you're trying to is what you're trying to dealing with. It. Okay, well, yeah. have you got anything else to say about dance, 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 yeah. live at Cologne? Uh, just to say, it draws to a close what has been a, a very, very enjoyable evening of of watching the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, shall we wrap this up? Because what we have done is the fir- it's the first isolated show we've done for a long, long time, for a few months, and I was mm. a bit concerned that we wouldn't be able to link up. Um, well, I was thinking about the link up, but connect. Um, I certainly didn't think we'd both take our t-shirts off by this stage. I felt it was inevitable. Hmm. We've never done it before, though, so I don't know why you thought that. I just had a feeling. Well, I felt- and then when I saw you take yours off, I, I knew I was in business. <laughs> well, you certainly are. You're certainly a lot hairier than me, as we've discussed before. I am. Mind you, I'm reasonably no. hairy. I'll just angle the screen down so you can see my chest hair pattern. Yeah, you're reasonably hairy. I'm very hairy. <laughs> I'm not even reasonably hairy. Um, now, what a great gig. What a great gig. Shall we just sum up our feelings? Give me three words to sum up live in Cologne. I'm with you live in 2011. Thrilled. Go on. Overwhelmed. Okay. Okay, I'll give you my first two while you consider your third. I will say passionate. Fine. Consummate. Ooh. Will you give me your third? Yes. I will say highly recommended. That's two words technically. Did you put a hyphen there? Yes. Okay, fine. I'll say generous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> just been a nonsense word Fine. okay now if you enjoyed us talking about live at clone um mm. the i'm with you live gig that uh, was broadcast to cinemas across the world in 2011 check it out check it check it right out but i mean if you if you've listened to all of this and you have not seen this gig then um wowzers but do check it out it's not i don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility you started doing this podcast and you'd never listened to it again right? <laughs> Give me some golden content while I have a swallow there. Okay. This album was performed in 2011. Uh, and the band... That's enough. First... That's enough. Right. 
contact us on my website where we host all this nonsense is bentownsendmusic.net yes email me at bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com if you've never seen this gig yet you listen to this episode but sounds quite right I, I did a, a many an episode that ever have only since the getaway San on reddit you are universally rhcp odd San on reddit I am unispeak hyphen rhcp podcast uh, on Twitter, I am at universally RHCP, and Sam, you are. I am at Stack Townsend. Uh, very short and sweet. And on Instagram, where we continue to uh, rocket through the followers, we now have uh, twelve followers. Mm. Twelve. Well, t- times twelve by fifteen. Christ. Can't do it, can you? Well, times ten. Times ten by fifteen. That's hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty, and then add another twenty. Thirty. Whatever. (laughs) On Instagram, I am universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. Baby boy, we've done it. Brother soul. That's that's basically uh, what we set out to do. I think we've achieved it, and uh, and we will now put this out to the world and hope that uh, nobody ever sees the video footage of this. The video footage. Oh, shall I? Should we? Uh, I'll take a picture of the screen while we're both topless. Oh Christ! Hold on, then. Let me lower the camera. Uh, no, heighten the camera. Christ. <laughs> oh, that's close. All right, that's fine. You can see my shoulders. I, guess. I don't want anyone to. I just don't want anyone to see my nipples. Fair enough. All right, then. Here we go. All right, on my arrow. Oh, it's too late. Taking it. Do you want to take it now? Okay. All right then, baby brother. Stop calling me baby. I've <laughs> 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 um, let it slide several times for that. <laughs> you are my baby brother. That's very true. Very true. Right. <laughs> All right, baby. <laughs> See you later, baby. <laughs>